I gotta say that this year was full of pee pee and poo boom. Hello. Basketball. Basketball. Drop. Hello, welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends who love professional wrestling. We haven't done this for two weeks, so I lost my cadence. I'm Derek. I'm John Tesh. Man, I'm, I'm Vince the- Vaughn in that skit. I forgot his name in that, but that's me. It's Vince Vaughn. His name's always Vince Vaughn. He's always Vince Vaughn. He is. Uh, my name is Vince Vaughn. I'm six foot six. That's my whole name. <laughs> You're so money, you don't even know it. That's my. That's every. That's every time I think of Vince Vaughn. You're so money, you don't even know it. And who are you, Matt? <laughs> oh. So, um, oh, sir. I heard you had a favorite band. Oh, sir, who's your favorite band going into 2021? Um, with- well, I said Salt Lake, which is a fake band. It's Gabe's favorite band, actually. I you said Screwdriver. <laughs> no, <laughs> I heard Screwdriver. <laughs> That's not true. 2021 cancel Oster. Um, hashtag. Let's please get this hey, show. We don't need to make up a reason to cancel Oster. He'll yeah. he'll make one up yeah, himself. There's, there's a lot. There's enough. It's, it's, you can do it. It's fine. You can find something. Look, we've been giving you a free. Um, we've been giving you a free show internet, for years at this point. I, I think on the internet, probably not. But I think on certain computers, probably. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I mean, I've said it on the show. I shaming I I shamelessly said the n word in a song once. I'm not proud of it anymore. I've said it before. It's not, of course. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's absolute. I mean, it's growth. But, but that's yeah, the thing. if you want to if you want to dig deep into my past, yeah, you can find ways. If you want to go, yeah, if you want to go hunting through different MySpace music profiles, I mean, no, that's they're, they're gone own. now. Well, it is gone. gone now. It is definitely gone. Yeah. Yoshi's lullabies is is gone too. You want to start off 2021, Derek, by finally putting to bed the rumor that you're a big fan of the man screwdriver, the racist man screwdriver. You want to put that to bed going into this year. That that rumor that somebody started. (laughs) Well, about 10 minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) They say a lot of jokes start with a kernel of truth. I mean, Oster likes music is the kernel of truth. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, no, every time to hate breeds, so he's probably listened to Screwdriver before. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's popped on like an artist radio on like Pandora. I actually have legitimately never heard a song. I don't know what they sound like. We played at a uh, we played at a venue in Salt Lake City one time called the Shred Sled, and uh, right across the street was this place called the Heavy Metal Shop, and we were all like, "Fuck yeah, let's go check out the Heavy Metal Shop!" But we walked in and they were playing um, what we found out was Screwdriver, and then they just had Yikes. and they just had a bunch of fucking merch for that band right there too. So we were like, mm, let's go back to the Shred Sled. Mm. Uh, yep. A metal a metal place in Salt Lake <laughs> was problematic. Oh, you know what was so funny? The place we were playing too, they had a big sign that said "Mosh sober or don't mosh at all." <laughs> wow. Okay. I mean, that's easy to do in Salt Lake. It's really hard to get alcohol. But I'll mosh tell you this: sober the, or get pulled over. I'll tell you this: the uh, the two the two people who went to that show uh, did not mosh at all. <laughs> well, they weren't sober, so <laughs> well, I wouldn't think. Um, we are a professional wrestling podcast on the Eavesdrop Podcast Network. Check us out. Check Just us check, out. Check, check, check well, it out. Check I mean, out I was gonna say they're already checking us out if they're yeah, this. yeah. Ch- ch- check it out. Um, just up is all the information. We do. Keanu just had their final episode. Of watching the movies, they did John Wick Chapter Three. What are they going to do after? 
They're going to do um, cameos, like on, cameo, like yeah, a cameos, cameos and, stuff. and then uh, the Matrix Four, whenever that comes out, mm-hmm. and John Wick Four, whenever that comes out. So whenever he's in a movie, they're just gonna bring it back. I want them to. I want them to yeah. continue the evolution and finally do uh, John Pod Van Dam <laughs> because I want that uh, podcast. I want to. There's I, some of them probably on Bandcamp somewhere. Probably out there, huh? They so is their Fast and Furious podcast. They should just use their platform and just so call it we do Keanu, but then like just choose a different person. Just find a different like, Keanu? Yeah, it's like season two of, and it's like a different person. But the they've, name is they've discussed it. They've discussed it. Do somebody I, wanna, I I've watched so I can I can finally complete the set. I wanna mm. do I wanna do uh, a podcast called Diesel Dudes. I've talked about this before on here, I think. So just talking mind. about some 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 diesel jeans. Talk oh, about yeah. Talk about diesel jeans, diesel fuel, Vin Diesel, Kevin, Kevin Nash. Nash. Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash, of course. Uh, hey, Glenn Kevin Jacob. Nash. It, Kevin Nash was in John Wick 1. He's, Kevin and, Nash is in Magic Mike. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's great, great in Magic Mike. <laughs> of course he is. Dude, he's just trying to crank it in his old age. Uh, as he, oh, yeah, as yeah. His I, old I age. love, though, that like when WWE, like um, when Magic Mike came out, and WWE had like Tyler Rex and Kurt Hawkins for like a week be like Magic Mike guys. You know it's because Kevin Nash called up Triple H. It's like brother, number one movie, you gotta run. <laughs> and then number, no. that's when he told Kurt Hawkins he was going to be a dick dancer. Yeah, number number one movie. Can I come in and ruin a CM Punk storyline? <laughs> but I mean, essentially, that's what Brizango was. Yeah. I know they were. There was more than that, but they were just male strippers. When you look, oh at yeah, it. they were they were hot cops. They were hot from cops. Arrested Development. Oh yeah, yeah. drug hot delivery. Cops will clean up the town. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, we should get hot started. Semen. <laughs> it's a great segue to what I was about to talk about. <laughs> um, Brizengo this- lost this week. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking no, of, speaking the, of the big the big thing that happened this week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh John Huber passed away. Is it Huber? Huber? Huber. 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 Uh Brody Lee. Luke Harper, you might know him as. Big Rig. Big Rig. The exalted one. Mr. The cool Brody guy Lee. who the cool guy who wore a Snapcase shirt. He did. And a hate braid shirt. Yeah. It's, a, it's any given day of the week, you know what that means. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he passed away. The AEW show was beautiful. It really was, and a great way to like. I like that. I mean, they did keep kayfabe a little bit, just enough for it to be like in a fun, cool way. You know, like there were heels getting heat and stuff, but it was never over the top. Yeah, you know, like yeah. Um, it- I think the acclaimed came out and said basically all they got to say was like enough of this dark order business and then got you know yeah like attack got you know taken out and stuff like that and then mjf you know like getting involved with brody ne- jr negative one negative one negative one they did it yeah from the you know from the top they were like this isn't gonna be you know because they were supposed to do the new year's bash or whatever week one this week and so they were like yeah we're we're pushing that you know we'll still do it to be the next couple of weeks but this is just a tribute show 
And what I will say too is, um, I you know we we've been kind of divvying up the shows, so I was like, well, I'm supposed to watch NXT this week. I'll just watch that. Uh, and I was like, plus the none of the matches look whatever, like it'll whatever. But it was honestly, we we just as soon as NXT was over, we just saw a few things online and just had to go watch the whole episode because it really was just a beautiful tribute to him. Yeah, I, I watched the just the entire thing first, like it's live, start to finish. And yeah, yeah I watched and, it. Yeah. yeah, I watched it the next day. You know, it was, yeah, I, I did too. It, it's there's something really cool about it that really hit me like pretty hard was the fact that you know people kept talking about how uh, you know how much of a a, a a a family man he was in a in an industry that took up you know every day of the year basically. If he's not wrestling, mm-hmm. he's he's you know they're planning or they're they're thinking about something. But he really made sure his family was involved, and it like you know it just it hits you in that spot of like. Uh, I, on a little bit of a personal note, like, you know, you guys know, but we like lost my dad a couple years ago. And, but he was a very similar sort of situation where if it wasn't marching band or, you know, like pet band or something, he was getting prepared for it. Like his job was just like a sixth member of our family. And so like, to hear these stories about how Brody Lee, you know, brought his kids along to things or, or how he was always talking about things he was going to do with his kids when he wasn't uh, wrestling. It just really hit that spot of like when, you know, it kind of helped shade in some memories, to be honest, that like I I struggle with sometimes when I think about the time I got to spend with people who are really ingrained in their job. And when you lose somebody, uh, you you only have the memories to go off of. And so just thinking about like how much he did give memories to his kids and mm-hmm. and and how much like the company that he was with at the time of his passing, um, you know, knows his, that his the, the importance of his family, you know, going forward to. Uh, it, it just, it really hit me in a spot that was cathartic. It, I wasn't expecting by any means, but it was just so nice to hear of such a good, a good person in mm-hmm. uh, uh, an industry that, you know, it, it's, it's really a, a toss up. Like everyone from every company had something to say about him. Mm-hmm. Even people like, there are a couple people that you could tell, like maybe had, like you heard he was like really strong willed and stubborn. Mm-hmm. Like in in good ways and like for good and bad almost to an extent, you know, like yeah. it, it it like his best friends were probably the ones most likely to like also like have times where they weren't getting along. But like you saw like from like guys like Bray and, and Eric Rowan and stuff like in their tribute. Yeah. Like in their tributes basically saying like, Man, like we fought and I'm like I I'm sorry for those times when we didn't get along, but it made like who you are even sweeter. Like there, so many tributes that they thought like, like brothers. Yeah, yeah, like were heartbreaking to read. Like mm-hmm. Bray's, like I I legitimately teared up like more over someone that I had didn't know, and definitely the most over someone in wrestling. Like I that I remember. Like this, like this year, I think we've had like the two like biggest tragedies in wrestling with like with Hana Kimura too. Like these are the two people that yeah. I've seen the most outpouring of love and support for I've ever seen in wrestling. Yeah. Well, they're also both too young. Well, yeah. Way too young. Yeah. 41 for Brody Lee. Like, and just like, he was definitely just hitting his stride. Like he was proving that he could be a main eventer, like right. being like, he. I'll, you know, looking back on his TNT title run, obviously it was way too short and stuff like that. But now there, now we know there's a reason. Um, but he was primed to, you know, elevate that title and do really cool things. I think. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like hearing the stories of like the Dark Order too, you know, like what they initially had planned for it, um, and it didn't work out. Gallows and Anderson didn't come uh, to AEW, you know, they, and then what Brody Lee was able to do as the exalted one and, and honestly give, uh, it sounds like give a real shot and real advice to a lot of young talent. It's like, what a cool position to be in. You know, when obviously he didn't know at the beginning of the year, I, w- I didn't think I wouldn't think it seems like everything kind of came clear a couple months ago to him and his family. But they still mm-hmm. haven't released all the information. Uh, but he really was able to give a lot of younger talent a lot of like really provide a learning treat for a lot of folks going yeah, forward. Like, like John, John Silver and everything like the interactions on BT, like made so oh, John Silver got over like on TV. Yeah, I, I wasn't a huge fan of you know, Mr. Brody Lee's character on TV, you know, like I just, I, I think that there was a lot of like, yeah. like, I think there's a lot of potential that they just were barely missing on, but on BTE, it was so good. <laughs> and yeah, it's just, um, like even to start the show, like what they did, just like with the, the 10 bell salute. And then like when Cabana came out, did the pose teary eyed, it's like, Oh boy, this is going to be a rough go. <laughs> Mir- yeah. Dude, Miro, fucking broke me seeing what he looked like yeah you know like they he, spent he was... so much time together because like in fcw mm. like when they both came in to nxt to the main roster all was kind of coinciding together yeah so they spent so much time and then like when he goes when Miro goes aew like there's his buddy you know yeah yeah i oh the double whammy they hit us with when rowan came down with the sign and then oh. immediately cut to eddie kingston talking to Brody lee's kids i was a Oh my! I was a wreck, but it was beautiful. It was like one of those things where it's just well, like, it's like John, John Silver's there crying on the mat, just like like they got through the match. Like, yeah, Roman picks them up, and then like you see him like shut his eyes to try to stop tears, and they're just like, oh my god! It it got yeah. me so hard, and, and that's what's crazy in my eyes. The Dark Order people knew him for what six months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he made that much of an impact on them, and that's yeah. who, beautiful. Who, Whose gear? Who said that they like that he bought his gear for John him? Silver? Like, that was John was Silver. But it was so over a thousand dollars, which is so cool. It is so cool. But it was so funny how they were like, "He looks like a farmer," because <laughs> he did. He's just a short, stout, buff guy in these overalls. <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to be for a bit on BT that like never came out, but um, or never I like, was able to be filmed. But yeah, um, because like they had like were saying that they were Brody Lee before and like were. Like in his his coat, and it was Reynolds and Silver, and Silver was on his shoulders and shit like that on BT. Mm. Yeah, seeing the stuff too of like you know how like everybody coming out like Tony Khan was out there with with Negative One and with Amanda, his wife, and and stuff, and everybody was it was just so it's such a genuine night, which is so funny. Be not funny, obviously, but it's so interesting <laughs> because you know it's a carny fucking business it's so really, ironic in a fake sport how genuine and real that episode was everything yeah, about yeah. it all the match like i didn't i was like yeah we'll skip through the matches like let's just see what it but we couldn't oh, no. the matches were couldn't, great couldn't take your eyes off it because it was everything on that night was done i hadn't through, seen through cabana a, work like that in a long time they mm. were really putting on a show they were putting their grief into a show and it was like something that was really beautiful. I thought Chris Jericho was fantastic on commentary. He provided, he, too. he provided so many different little insights about, he, uh, yelling, about yelling, Eric Rowan. And every time X, I'll be Redbeard. Uh, it's Redbeard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's so good. Like I, Jericho was like, you know, obviously have so many issues with Jericho, <laughs> but then like 
on a night like this, you reminded like that how good he can be mm-hmm. and how oh, good yeah. he, he is. Like he was keeping kayfabe. He was being AEW Chris Jericho. Like mm-hmm. he was in character, but while also like he was giving a like a moments of levity to the night that were like a nice like touch to say like hey it like when he yelled like he yelled like it's okay to cry yeah like and stuff like that and like it's genuine but also like it's funny just because it's jericho doing it and, and like, uh-huh. and, like voice and you never you never think about this and jenna brought this up and um when we were watching um how many people that fucking chris jericho how many friends he's lost Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And, like, yeah. that shit's got to be rough. Jim Ross as well. Jim Ross has been around since, like, fucking forever, like, in the Mid-South and going to WCW. Yeah. And, and and Jim Ross, you know, he's head of talent relations. He, he helped like, bring he a lot was, of those guys in. He helped bring guys in. Like, he discovered guys that, you know, have since passed away and, and so stuff like, like that. Like, I, I enjoyed how they um conveyed stuff and just knowing kind of, like, their past and everything. Like, they, they've seen a lot of friends come and go and, like, you could just tell the amount of respect and love everybody had for Brody with like with how like everybody was treating it. Cause like I said, like they've lost so many people in the past and mm-hmm. it's wrestling. It's a shitty business. And a lot of times it isn't something like this where it is a, like a fucking just horrible, like thing with like his health. It's like usually pretty self-imposed as far as like drugs and right. their lifestyle. And so it's just adds a bit of levity to it. Like when they're, talking about it and how somber but like how like when jerk said it's okay to cry and it's like just i don't know just the respect and everything they're putting on their name it's kind of gives it a different perspective absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely it, it, it was a such a if, if anyone listening hasn't watched it yet it's so worth going and tracking mm-hmm. it down yeah. and or just seeing all the clips you can of it too because everything mm-hmm. was so genuinely just watch everything emotional. It, it's a great show mm-hmm. if you I if guess, you can yeah. track it down watch watch the whole thing everybody like that like was having like their best performances at least on Dynamite. Like Cabana, like I hadn't seen, like I said, I hadn't seen him work like that in years. And he was putting it all. He did a fucking picture perfect like Asai moonsault. I love his moonsaults because he mm. goes like directly straight back. Like he follows his nose, and mm. so it looks. Yeah, he, his is like his and Candice's are similar. Yeah, it's it's just great. It's a great moonsault, and I hadn't seen him like chain wrestle like that. And there wasn't as much of haha. It was like, oh yeah, you you forget mm. how fucking. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I loved him getting the win. Like that, Bucks doing the indie taker into him doing the Superman pin was like a really cool finish. Oh, yeah. yeah. Also, I really like the Chicago skyline move. It's just like funny. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> Bucks, Bucks were working hard. Um, and I always say this: I love Nick Jackson's hot tag. He's one of the best hot tags. Mm. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. yeah seriously, he, he he and Cabana like had such a good night in that match. Yeah, like, and then Moxley cuts that fucking awesome, like, fucking video. That, like, oh, that tribute oh, video. Oh, man. Talking about, like, how, like, back in the day, you know, Brody told him, like, you're gonna you're gonna love being a dad, and he didn't believe him, basically. Yeah. And, like, how now, like, he, like, yeah, he, knows he will. He's on, and, the, he's on Fatherhood's doorstep, yeah. 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 I, I love the Jericho video, too, of, like, them talking about them in, in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And, like, and Jericho like not understanding what the sticker the on sign the, 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 the Aero to Mecca ceiling was, yeah. and yeah, and Brody's like, 
oh, that's pointing to Mecca. Everyone knows that. And Jericho's like, no, I didn't know that. Like, not everyone knows that. Like, <laughs> like Also, it's the most Jericho Jericho's thing ever. Like, what's that shitty sticker up there? Jericho's just showing, like, who he is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Eddie Kingston one, though, like... It, it, it was beautiful. It, it could have been completely ungenuine, and I would have believed every word he said. Absolutely. Because of... He can... He conveys emotion. Like, I want him... He needs a career in voice acting. A lot of the he, things he, I feel he says, though, like, there's, like, shreds of truth so we can really get into it. That's oh, what yeah. I was... I, he, oh, yeah. He speaks from well, the place of somebody who has experienced loss and who has experienced suffering. Uh, and they're also both New York guys. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, but I want I want Eddie Kingston to narrate audiobooks. I want him to get into voice acting. I want him to be in every facet of my life because he... I want go I want whenever they do Ferdinand the Bull 2 him to replace John Cena. <laughs> well, what's so funny is we just watched that movie on it's Disney me, Plus. Ferdinand the Bull. <laughs> we just watched that movie Bro, Soul Yonkers. on Disney Plus. Oh yeah. And yeah, so yeah. I whenever you say like voice when you say voice acting I just think of him as like doing these like major Pixar <laughs> videos which I would I would also love but I doubt would go over a reboot of Toy Story. <laughs> they just have or to cut all the swearing. You're going to stop fucking playing with me? You're going to stop a, fucking a, playing with me? A reboot of Wally where he's Wally. <laughs> Pick up your fucking trash. No the fucking it's, trash. Pick up yourself. It's me, it's, it's me Wallace. <laughs> he just he Wally. has such a, He has such a specific voice, a specific cadence, and I feel something every time he speaks no matter what. Mm-hmm. He's one of those guys, and you can watch it in interviews with Eddie Kingston. He's one of those people that tries to pepper in wisdom in every single thing he says, which I, mm-hmm. which is just such a, I feel like such a classic idea of like this New York kind of like guy who's been around, you know, just be like, no, when, just any, anything, anything. He's a fun, he's a, he's a hilarious character, but definitely full of his own insights. And I, the little, the message to Brody Lee's kids, like that's, because mm-hmm. like that really is something that they can go back to and, and, that's a good reminder of like people aren't gone as long as you do remember them. Yeah. Okay. Real quick. I, can feel, I feel who like that's in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Who's Oliver's number one pick for his, his role? Because I have mine, and it's Master Splinter from <laughs> TMNT. I, mean, I want it, him to play Master Splinter. It's got to be New York. <laughs> I want him to play the 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 uh, the rat in Ratatouille. <laughs> Lem- R- R- Remy, Remy. Uh, yes. originally played by Patton Oswalt. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I want him to be. Uh, um, instead of Bill Burr, it should have been him as um Pete Davidson's uh like mom's boyfriend in that Pete <laughs> Davidson movie. It oh, been, oh King of Staten Island. Yeah, it should have been Eddie Kingston. Oh my god, that would have been yeah. so good. <laughs> I was like maybe J- uh, J- uh, what Jiminy Cricket in uh, Pinocchio. <laughs> when you wish fucking upon Ryan. a fuck, when you wish upon a fucking star. Um, I want him to play Chewbacca, <laughs> but he ah, just talks. Ah, fucking ah, bro. Ah, <laughs> ah, ah, hey Han, R two. <laughs> or like, uh, I don't know. I want him in a Wes Anderson movie. That'd be funny. Oh my god! Right, like an animated one, because then he could swear if he wanted to. That's true. Oh I'm yeah, like the next kill like... myself tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Royal Tenenbaum, but he's just <laughs> he's, fucking... he's the bomber. Yeah, he's Luke Wilson. 
Just literally put him in anything and I'll be happy. I'll Even be if happy it too. doesn't make any sense. I will be happy. I guess too. we're just going to have to secretly be in love and keep it at that. <laughs> I want World him in my favorite movie. I, want I do love that movie. Wedding Crashers 2 alongside Vince Vaughn. And he's Oh, the, I was thinking in the King, Isla Fisher role. And Kingston's the one that falls in love with somebody. I feel we only use 10% of our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> Um, hey, it's also, a big guy. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> One more little uh, thing from um, that AEW show. Tony Khan was dressed like a Wes Anderson character. He really was. I mean, he does. He's, he's a very. He has a very indie soft boy kind of uh, aesthetic. <laughs> it's also so weird watching the owner. He of looks the like company. he just rolled out of fucking bed. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are that is. Uh, those are like that's a pajama suit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> But that's, he's that's Barney's pajama suit from how I was literally about to say that. Yeah, it's Barney's pajama suit. <laughs> yeah. It's also weird watching the owner of the company be the least confident person there. It's fitting because because I'm so used to Vince. Mm-hmm. I agree, the but, most it's, confident but it's person in the world. But it's yes. also it's such a you know it's such a situation because it was like watching him on when him and Shivani had that um, like thing on on uh, Impact. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that when Kenny was on, and, you know, it was kind of kayfabe a little gimmicky, um, but he sounded like kind of just like a corny, you know, promoter or whatever. I, it's just like, what, how do you even behave <clears throat> in this situation? You're standing in front of this eight-year-old kid and this widow, you know, mm-hmm. and you, you're mm-hmm. you're there to, to retire this man's, you know, boots. It's like, I, I don't even know how you stand on confident ground, but when you're, sta- yeah. when you're there with Cody Rhodes, who's just like grabbing this kid by the shoulder and... And stuff, which was really sweet, but it was obviously much more of like a macho, like "Hey, you'll get through it, kid." Um, yeah, I love, I, I loved his response though, like when Brody Jr. hugged him. Oh, and he was just crying. Like, oh, you could ah! see, like, you could see that, like, Tony Khan has actually been in this kid's life. That that kid was like, I, you know, went to Tony Khan to give him that hug, and like, it almost felt like, like Brody Jr. was almost comforting Tony. In a way, mm-hmm. there was like, a couple times, man. It was weird because that kid, when MJF came and ripped his mask off, and it was like gimmicky and obviously planned. Um, it, and he got like in MJF's face, like, "Hey, fuck you, buddy." It kind of, it, to me, it, it felt like it gave the audience permission to enjoy a gimmick too. It's yeah. like, look at them yeah, creating, yeah. creating a night for this kid that he's laughing and enjoying himself amongst mm. what is most obviously like the most tragic thing of his life so far. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there was like a picture of like him and Jim Ross too, like at a Jaguars game, like getting a hot dog. Do you um, see him? Mm. Did you see him fucking uh, pin Adam Cole uh, oh, yeah. in that in that video? This is something that like for like an eight year old, it's like I he's just like he's probably like they've had. Like this has been going on for a while. I mean, he was in the Mayo Clinic, number one, and mm-hmm. let's see, like the kids, it's fucking strong as shit. Like he's like mm-hmm. trying to still like he's like probably work through it better than I fucking would right now. So, oh, absolutely, mm-hmm. and like yeah, and I mean, I, we haven't even touched on the fact that AEW apparently has given him a contract that when he's of age, he's part of the roster if he wants. Yeah, and like so, like they're taking care of him, Tony, like. Tony Khan, obviously, he's a billionaire, and they're no good billionaires. But he's the his behavior this week and like how above and beyond he's seemed to have gone, but done so quietly. Yeah, um, it gives me a lot of respect for him. Like yeah. the fact that he apparently paid to license that um, uh, 
oh, I can't think of his name right now. Tom Waits. Um, Tom Waits song oh, yeah. in, in perpetuity. Um, so they they can always use that song, always run that tribute. They don't like, have to the fifty five. It's gorgeous, yeah. man. It's a gorgeous song. It's a it gorgeous, gorgeous video package. Yeah, and like get you know doing that contract for the kid and like just all those things. Like definitely like he he's handling this situation as good as you can. Like there's reports that he was up late rewriting the show. Yep. And like he wrote a beautiful show. Like mm-hmm. he really did. Um, one last thing that I heard too is. Um, apparently on, um, the AEW podcast a while ago when, um, Brody was on, he talked about how Brody Jr. slept with the title while he had that title. Aww. And so like now he has the title forever, forever. and like, he, it's like, he's definitely is doing that now. And that's like, that's beautiful. Yeah. And like they're retiring that design and everything. Like that's, yeah. It's he's gone. a champion. He's a champion forever. You know, like that's, and that's really a good place to, to, for his memory to be. Mm hmm. Yeah, and then like um, I loved the those Hangman and the Beaver Boys or uh, Reynolds and Silver, <laughs> and they threw the papers to start off, which was so cool. It's like a call to mm. BTE because Silver always had papers thrown at him. Um, and then oh, that was just great. Um, fucking ten Preston Vance uh, was the one that scored the pin, and he was in there with Cody and fucking uh, just because Brody OC. Lee Jr. fucking loves him. Yeah, <laughs> and it was just cool. Everything they did was really good. Um, I love the tribute show. It's one of the best ones since like Rod's Eddie. Like it made me yeah. feel emotions just like that. Mm, um, I agree. And I thought they did a great job of honoring Brody Lee, John Huber, Luke Harper, however you know him as. I think they did a great job of yeah honoring him. I love in the video package they showed like you know just Everything. pictures of everybody. Mm. Like and it yeah. was a night that like nobody from WWE is getting in trouble for saying that they watched it. Nobody's getting in trouble for putting like armbands on, which was really cool. Like you yeah. just think sometimes like Vince is so out of touch, but mm-hmm. um, apparently they didn't want to run like they had a video that they did and they put online, but they didn't want to run it until AEW got a chance to do their that's, tribute. That's cool. That, that is, is cool. actually really cool. And like yeah, when that people was the one reached thing out was... about it, they were like like from because of Monday, um, people... WWE just did a um, the Monday before just, we just the graphic at the beginning. Yeah. They did a graphic and then like. Woods did the fucking uh, um, the the Luke just disclose line pose, and then I love um, re- that Tom Phillips when he did that was like yeah 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 a big Harper clothesline. <laughs> yeah, Ricochet did one on main event too. Uh, he did it on Raw. Oh, it was on Raw. Yeah, that's right. I watched the Hulu edit of Raw this week. Oh. Also, Raw multiple people said it's Monday. You know what that means? Yep. That's how mm-hmm. that's how Tom Tom Phillips started the show. That's so, how they opened up. Uh, a or NXT too. Yeah, it's one that you know what that means. And it, it was just cool seeing that and seeing guys um like wear the armbands and stuff that said Brody. Um mm. and then watching the uh you guys could see the clip from Raw Talk. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. It was uh New Day, it was uh Woods and Kofi. Just really good tribute there. Um everybody check that out. Um when R Truth is one of the hosts on Raw Talk. <laughs> And it's, like he's, you know, he's usually our truth. He fucking gives Xavier Woods like the most dad hug. Yeah, like, it was mm. it was just a really like real <laughs> moment too. And like those guys, especially from like like Woods, like he came in like the kind of the same time like with Miro and everybody and and Harper like, and, in FCW and, NXT main roster. And New Day and Wyatt family. Oh, yeah. I've I've had some battles. Mm-hmm. So. They had like one of the first like WWE cinematic matches. Oh, wow. was, that's right. Oh, my God. And that's Woods right. was that the was one that good. was all scared of him. 
Yeah. Um, um, we also didn't talk about uh, Lance Archer dressed up as Luke oh, Harper. Yeah. That was very good. <laughs> also, Lance Archer, like, he, they need to turn him face with, yeah. so he can do that, that moveset. He did old school into a moonsault. And the dude is like seven feet tall. I'll say it's the most I've actually liked Lance Archer since he got there. <laughs> Honestly, uh, same. Wild. This was G1, like Lance Archer against like fucking mm. Will Ospreay. Yeah. Yeah. That we haven't they gotten to see since so last year. At that was Down. so cool to see. Like how everybody yeah. just working so hard. Like it was Anna J and Tate Conti's best match that they've had. I completely mm-hmm. agree. I completely agree. What you- it's wild how Tate match better Tate Conti is getting, honestly. Like I think like she just needed a different point of view for her wrestling like because nxt does great for most people but she's gotten so much better since she left and that's Mm -hmm. just really interesting i I think so yeah some people just learn differently and from different people a little bit easier so i think that everything's a one size fits all her her and anna jay i think is a surprisingly just like uh kind of solid tag team that they have there specifically because anna jay is is a rookie a rookie like in the game less than ty conti uh, but I thought they worked well together. I think it's one of those things, maybe having somebody to also learn next to and have a good chemistry with, they have a hmm. good in-ring chemistry, but yeah, whatever the reason is, I, I agree. I thought, you know, the emotion of the night, maybe two just brought something out, but I, I thought it was really good. Yeah. It's weird comparison, but almost street profits esque where like just two people learning next to each other, bringing yeah. both of both up. In one the of them yeah, substantially yeah. longer than the other. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you, fucking Dawkins. So, but before, well, before we like move a off thousand of years um, in fucking developmental for Dawkins. Before we move away from from you know Dynamite and talking about AEW because we have so much to talk about today. Um, mm-hmm. What do you guys think they're going to replace the Exalted One or open a new position in the cabinet for someone to lead lead the 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 team? It'll be like a new position type thing, I think. Yeah, yeah, it won't be the same, but it'll be they'll have a leader because it's a group. That's how group dynamics and wrestling work, and I think it'll either. I, th- I hope it'll be John Silver, but it'll either be Silver or Cabana. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're baby faces from now on, by the way. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's true. They're not a creepy cult anymore. They're just a bunch of weird goons in masks. They're the minions. They're legitimately minions now. But, yeah. Bah. The biggest baby faces of all time, the minions. Bam! <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I... Yeah, I could replacing him and making a new exalted one would be very disrespectful calling it the exalted yeah. one is you can't you fucking can't no, no it's one's just, gonna go for that he i feel like he was the only way to save the gimmick the way it was going and so yeah. they're just gonna have to re regroup and redo it yeah unless i thought i just had what if negative one uh becomes the exalted negative one like now like not when he's an adult I and they use him sparingly i wouldn't but, be surprised if like they at least like keep that like as far as storyline, like negative ones calling the shots, but it's like silver's the talker for it. Yeah, yeah, I could yeah. see that. I could see that. What just I, like show him talking to negative one. Never, you don't need negative one to talk. Like mm-hmm. until he's ready to. Like, and that'd be a cool thing for him. But like, train him, teach him up, and just just show John Silver occasionally talking to him, or have him like, like you know have him on his cell phone. Yeah. Like negative one, are you sure? Okay, <laughs> beep, hang up. I yeah. do hope that it's not Rowan. It won't be. He was yeah. just there for the night. I think okay. it, I think it was a, just a nice spot, which also I'm so glad they gave that to him because yeah. he was one of the people when, you know, when John Huber died, it's just like, can you just think of the hours that those two have spent together and the history? They, they, and both, they were both public about it. Like, we were not fans of each other at first, but, you know, you travel together, you work together. They hated each other. 
Yeah, <laughs> that is that wild. Story. Also, one of the best tributes was when Eddie Kingston was wearing the Notre Dame jersey because Brody used to tell people he uh, played offensive line for Notre Dame. <laughs> Just to, like, pop himself. <laughs> yeah, he did talk about He's like, I'm going to miss you busting my balls, man. Yeah. That's what I'm telling me said. you're rich. Like he was like, just like always would just fuck with people. And like, mm-hmm. um, like he would always tell Natty that she stole his, his clothesline. <laughs> and like, Who knows her dad's. And then he would also like photobomb like her all the time. And, posted a bunch of them. and then like mm. him and E's relationship was like, it seemed really cool. Like they seemed super close. Um, and it's like, People you just wouldn't like realize it's because like on TV they're quite the opposite. Mm. And then, and another one I I really liked was Renee Young. Apparently on, on her podcast was talking about um it was when she and 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 Mox had first started dating, but it wasn't really like it wasn't public, but like people knew. Yeah. On a flight, she was sitting between Sin Cara and and Brody, and the WWE magazine was still a thing back then. And there was a ton of, there was like a big thing about the shield in it. And Sin Cara and, and, and Luke Harper were just passing the magazine back and forth. Like whenever a picture of, uh, of Mox was in there and like going like, Ooh, look at this hunk, like just back and forth from each other, like across, across her and like acting like she wasn't there. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. It's just Um, great. Apparently he used to just always like, just like, give everybody hard time, you know, just the best. And like Rip Baker said, she barely knew him. And this was on, on the post show. I'm pretty sure she said this. Um, I watched that too, which was great. With like Tony, uh, Tony Schiavone. Um, and about how like, um, he, like the first night there was the night she broke her nose. And then he's like, well, there goes your heel run. And he's like, what? You're a baby face. Red equals green. Then just like walked away. <laughs> oh Somebody God. else got blood that night. He's like, oh, they're stealing your gimmick. Go, better go fucking talk to him. um seemed like a a fun person and just uh, by everybody's account just a great person and Mm. he gave us hours of entertainment um yeah and like the fucking wrestlemania ladder match the match he had with randy orton um fucking winning the icy title the fucking ladder match with dolph ziggler the ladder match with dolph the the whole The whole when he turned babyface around WrestleMania 33, mm-hmm. like and and stuff when he like split from Bray, like he he could have been a main eventer there too. Like he, that match he had with that Randy potential. at that February pay per view. The last thing in this, I just just reminded me of it. And the, the last thing I have to say on it too is that remember the how uh, there was that WrestleMania weekend and we everyone was like, where the fuck is he, dude? And he was on that Access TV show. It was the initial worlds collide, and he yeah, he had the match with Dijak, and it was just like a you know it was kind of like at an event. It wasn't anything, but he but he put out that thing like this is my WrestleMania. This to me like I love wrestling. I'm gonna go put out a WrestleMania match tonight. Like this is what it is for me. Like it was just what a you know dedicated person. I thought that really stuck with me because it was like yeah, you don't you're not on the main card. You're not even on the fucking pre show. He was. Yeah. He ended up being in the uh, oh yeah battle he, royal, he, he and he ended up being in the battle royal. Saved Mustafa Ali's life. Yeah, Mustafa oh, Ali. Yeah. Like, so who, exactly. uh, I think it was right. was it Braun that fucked up? Yeah, Braun. Yeah, just like, kicked him, and yeah, good. You know, it seems like a good dad, a good uh, consummate professional, and mm-hmm. uh, just somebody that it's it's an absolute travesty that, yeah. that he that he left like that. But 
loved him. You know, but who who else could it, how better could you ask to be remembered, you know? Yeah, it was it was it was just a it was a beautiful show. Yeah. 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 Um we have There's, so much to cover, yeah. and I, I, I kind of vote we don't necessarily need to talk about everything that happened on every show. Yeah, well, no, 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 no. I was assuming so, we're not, but there's yeah. one thing we need to talk about Raw. from two weeks ago. Um, the Miz got the money in the bank briefcase back through just the dumbest shit. Adam Pierce gave it back saying that it was John Morrison who was, cashed in for him. That is true. So fucking stupid. But, but Paul Heyman did that for Brock. That is also true. There's precedent that that still counts. Yeah. Though... Maybe Brock has power, or Paul has power of, of attorney and shit like that for Brock. So yeah, yeah. And John Morrison does not. Yeah, because that's he's the a, only thing that matters. Paul's a licensed manager, and if we, <laughs> John Morrison is a licensed buffoon. <laughs> yeah. Dude, one thing is like well, and bounty hunter. Uh, the one thing, yeah, Boone the bounty hunter. Yeah, uh, but we need to talk about murder. Let's talk about murder. Yeah. Let's get into murder. We- Oh, we my need God, to talk and then also about, what happened on Monday. Okay, I remember what happened. We need to talk about Randy Orton lighting the Fiend on fire. Twice. For one, Zach, you told me that there has never been a good Inferno match. This match was incredible. It's, this, <laughs> this was the first one. It's because I, they didn't have the fire around the ring. They had it on the oh, outside. It used to be around I, the ring. This was my favorite Fiend match. Like, I think this was... This, Since the Finn match, yeah. This was, this is everything I wanted from the fiend. This was him perfect. dying. This was perfect. <laughs> no, because he's not dead. He's a supernatural being. He's gonna come. He's gonna yeah, come. Yeah, wowie, wowie, Derek. Yeah, wowie, yeah, he is. But um, yeah, Randy l- getting him lit on fire, and then the match still didn't end, which was weird. It and did. so we had to do the. Well, that's where end. that see, that's where it, it fell apart was- for me. Yeah. First, oh, you shut your mouth. Randy doing me. an RKO to a on fire Bray was the yeah. fucking coolest. That's great. And then, mm-hmm. and then I wasn't paying enough attention. I didn't want see them cut to a dummy, and that dummy was done very well. It looked just. It was. I'm sure. It was, exact I'm sure it was Tom, proportions. I'm sure it was Tom Savini's studio that made that too. You know, like he because he made the mask and the lantern and all that, and he's like an a legend of horror movie mm-hmm. props. Yeah. So I'm sure that they got his studio to make make the, that Bray. But Bray just douses it in gasoline, lights it on fire, and... It burns. They don't mention The Fiend. The, ne- the next week, they did last week, or, or this week, right? Well, they had Alexa. So Alexa's kind of like, oh, I don't know if you know what you just did, Randall. Kind yeah. of a thing, which is pretty fucking awesome. Uh, to me, what the thing that and I, it, I enjoyed the whole thing, but it was like, oh, okay, the fiend got lit on fire, mm-hmm. matches over, RKO. That was really cool. Uh, and then yeah, but then the idea of like the voices in his head then told him to light someone on fire. The thing that yeah. fell apart for me was just like someone's got to talk to Randy about fucking killing Bray. Someone's got to <laughs> talk to Randy about fucking <laughs> this. It, it, took, just, it took until see, like hour three. For them to bring up what had happened, so, and it was just a recap. Like nobody- so, I know oh a God. lot of people are saying that my perspective is so different that he is a supernatural demon who needs to die. He's Freddy. He's like him dying is a celebration of life. 
That's interesting. It's not Bray Wyatt. It's a supernatural being. Because there's no logical conclusion to how things would go for the Fiend except for extinction, like being terminated. Yeah. Mm. And so, and this isn't the end. Like, the Fiend's going to come back scarier than ever or as a good boy, which is going to be terrible. But, Mm. like, I, a lot of people, because they look at wrestling too real. Not like they're saying wrestling's real, but it's like so real to me, Damon. I understand. Thank you. In my head, this character is a supernatural entity. So him being lit on fire isn't the murder of Bray Wyatt; it's the murder of the Fiend. Yeah. And maybe that's just yeah. bonkers on my part, but it is. Well, but it's like what else? <laughs> it, it, the alternative is the fiend was to what light Randy on fire, which I thought was going to happen. Randy wearing that hoodie the whole goddamn time. I was like, "This hot <laughs> over there." Yeah, I I really enjoyed that because then you didn't know who was going to win. It's true. It's true. Like Randy wearing just a little outfit that could get caught on fire. Yeah, but the rocking chair part that was cool. That was, was tight. I like that. The mesh, a lot. The I, mesh honestly, was tight. Too. It was a good time. I, I was a um, fan because it was just so fucking like out of control. Yeah. Okay. We talked about murder. Um, okay. Oh, no, no. We're, that leads into Raw this week. And okay. Alexa poured gasoline all over her. And then Tight. she was like, fucking do it. And she's like, I bet you won't. And he's like, you think I won't? Raw went off the air with all the lights Randy going down. holding a match. Style, and he had a match. Tight. Like, oh my God. He's going to just fucking do it. He's going to, like, he's like, you don't think I'm going to do it? I've shit in a bag. I shouldn't bag. I'll do it. I'll do it. This, this fucking, like, the 2020 Randy has just been just fucking out of control. Like, not if even, we, it's so weird. Oh, I hope he lights her on fire and then we get these fucking hell demons of Alexa Bliss and Bray Wyatt just from hell. Just the fiendess, Alexa Bliss. Oh, yeah, dude. Just her having a spooky mask. In clown costume, she already is like fiended with her stupid playground stuff. Yeah, but I I hope that if they do this, it like it almost resets it away from the playground stuff into like her being more like the fiend, you know, like Like, less less like haha, like it's creepy because it's like a little kid, but mm -hmm. like we're doing it weird. What if like making it actually sinister and like if she turned it up a notch the way that Bray did when he first became the fiend, you know? Yeah. Um, if they could pull that off, I think that'd be really cool. What if like the fiend dying is actually Bray Wyatt, like the fiend being like, all right, I got to be serious now. I'm not a creepy kid cult leader. I am pure fucking evil. I am Husky Harris. I, everything is evil. I want, I mean, they want to get more edgy, have fucking have fucking the fiend be oh, he, evil. Just more like I, I, new, new Kane. New Kane. <laughs> Edge is still out, Derek. <laughs> Though he's about he's should be about ready and uh Royal Rumble's about to happen, so I yeah. don't wanna I don't want a fiend edge spot because I don't wanna see uh fiend uh pretend to break his neck that is the dumbest move in his move set is that he breaks their it was, neck it was really really cool when he did it to finn the first time because it's like oh my god and it was like and then he almost immediately beat finn after that yeah. but every time since it hasn't worked yeah. doing it in the middle of a match is so dumb <laughs> breaking your neck would kill you yeah it's like dude like what? that needs to be a finish well that's the, like, yeah right and then but then like 
but and then you never see the person again. It's like we do have to have some accountability when it comes to kayfabe at this point. <laughs> at least something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just real hyped on that match and the whole whatever's happening. I don't. It's gonna end up bad. It always ends up bad. But, but you know what? They but now we have a chance for it to be good, and that chance did not exist uh, a few weeks ago. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. And overall, like we did, so we didn't get a chance to talk about that pay per view, and we don't need to go all the way into it. But I thought mm-hmm. it was a good show. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was way better than I was expecting. It was one of those yeah. meaningless pay per views that ends up way better than expected. Yep. Maybe yep. it's because I had zero expectations. I think that really is, that really does help. There was it was also relatively consequential, right? Like the tag titles switched hands to the Hurt Business. Um, who who needed them? Yeah, yeah. Seti yeah. getting this run is cool. New Japan, or God, it's just a New Japan because I have pulled up the Wrestle Kingdom card. Oh, I got ago, the card. I got the card ready Hurt, to go. I know. Um, Hurt Business uh, being draped in gold is fitting, like yeah. mm-hmm. color color scheme wise, and also just sick. And I loved um, Cedric getting that pin like tagging himself in and like it seemed like oh are they gonna like have dissent with like shelton being mad about this but it was like no it's just that cedric was like amped and then shelton was still stoked yeah i i love that yeah i like kind of the trepidation with shelton and like call to it later yeah yeah nice um, so when it comes to NXT, a lot of what the episode was was their like year end awards, and so I don't think we need to go over that because you you know no. you, you can look it up. Also, um, it's just building to yeah the fucking New Year's evil. Loaded New Year's evil. Somebody pull up that card because we need to talk about that. It's I, like I have it. I'm trying to pull it up, but it's not on. It's not on Wikipedia. So I'll I'll do some research. Keep talking. We'll find it. But you know, on the the match itself, the show itself. We got, um, you know, a match that is going to obviously uh, expectation would be high and obviously it was met. But it was Pete Dunn versus Roddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pete mm-hmm. Dunn is, is seriously like uh, putting himself right there in that sweet spot for, uh, you know, a, a big title um, yeah. uh, match. So that would be really cool. Oh, one thing I wanted to talk about from NXT, Raquel and Rhea. I had no idea they had history. They have matching yeah. R&R tattoos. I had no idea. I it, w- it, it, it was R like not on from Albertsons, dude. Oh, yeah. double R, yeah, hell yeah, dude. Get, it's the beef. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's like out outside of kayfabe history that they then brought in. Yeah, it's it was like, never on TV. It's insane. <laughs> it's insane that like they waited this long to do that. Like now, <laughs> this match, their probably last match, is the most important in my eyes because they brought in this history. Mm-hmm. But I had no idea. That's really cool. Can you guys also, I mean, just on, on terms of things that happened during NXT, I think in, in one segment, Kyle O'Reilly, he, if he wasn't already there for me, absolutely solidified this guy could be yep. a real fucking contender. That, this guy could be a real champion. Yeah, that segment with Finn was fucking great. It was one of those yeah. like career highlights to me of just being like, mm. oh my god, like, you know, like we've seen in the ring what Kyle O'Reilly can do, and then but seeing that thing in his face uh, and the way he delivers his intention to become the champion is just like, oh, I could see it for this fucking guy. I yeah. I want it. Like beyond me being a huge fan of Kyle, you know, like I'm also a huge fan of Finn. Finn is like the the wrestler who got me back into wrestling when I started watching again. Mm-hmm. Um, like he was the first one that like grabbed me. He's in like made me start paying attention. Um, and I'm a huge fan. <laughs> oh fan. yeah, um, all yeah. of us, dude. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, grab him uh, by that hog, dude. <laughs> le- le- legitimately, uh, hel- was helped me come to terms with my bisexuality. <laughs> Absolutely, not a joke. <laughs> yeah. Um, not a joke at all. Um, and fittingly, me and uh, singer of my band Aaron, who we have bisexual bonding over, uh, Finn Balor, are are they're actually going to be watching. New Year's Evil with me, which is going to be like their first wrestling show. That's going to be a good uh, show. Like, that might get them straight ever. up into professional wrestling. Because they, they wanted to watch the next big Finn match, but the last that happened after uh, he broke his jaw. So this is the first time he's actually had a match since. It's going to be so good. Yeah, but yeah, that it's going to be so good. Um, I had words to say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Isai, was Kyle ever a talker? Like, um, before he was a goofball? Or is this new? I mean, he was a talker, especially like when him and Bobby Fish were in Ring of Honor. Um, mm-hmm. They would do like their fishbowl segments and stuff like that. They were, but I mean, nothing, nothing to this extent. Yeah. So like, he's learned from Adam Cole, who is one of the best all-around wrestlers ever. Like he's he can talk, he can wrestle. Yeah. He's he's the total package. Mm-hmm. And well, spending that much. Yeah. <laughs> Spending that much time with Adam Cole, like you have to learn, like even just by. I just think I don't even necessarily think it was learning from Adam Cole. It was more so like it's something he could do, just like on the independence and stuff like that. You don't like there's just just no promo. I think he's like learning from uh, by osmosis, almost like he's he's just around (laughs) such an elevated level, you know, like of like of how good Adam Cole is, and and also the people they've been in feuds with and stuff that like. He's just taken, he's taken the, like the comedy that he was already so good at. Like mm-hmm. the, I, there's still segments and like things that he's said over the last few years in undisputed era that I still think about like <laughs> yeah. Peter, Peter Dune. Yeah. And like, um, like when Pete Dunn says, like was talking trash to him and he's like, and he went, how dare you? How like dare this is the background. You? Of that one, that one shot. Like I think about those moments a lot, and he, I think he's just like he's taken who he really is as a person, mm-hmm. which is just like seems like the coolest dude, you know? Yeah. Like listen, like when I first heard him on the Jericho podcast, like when they were just like talking about bonding over like him being diabetic and Jericho's kids being diabetic and shit. Like obviously that hit home for me, but you could just tell he was a like a cool dude and like just like a nice good person. And then, like, he's just taken his skills and applied it to that. And it's been a really natural fit to turn him into this really good baby. If you've, if you've never seen it, go to the High Spots Network and watch the Kevin Steen show with him. A lot of the humor is just, like, he's just a weird dude. Like, in the best oh, yeah. Way. And it's did, just like he just kind of turned himself way up. Did he ever hang out with Chuck and Trent? I mean, they, he would hang out with Trent in Japan. Okay. Because, like, that would just be an insane... An insane group of people. That'd be the greatest sketch comedy show of all time. <laughs> yeah. Or the worst. Um, you know, yeah. uh, and one one thing that also I uh, just remembered about NXT that I think is so worth mentioning for New Year's Evil. Dexter uh, Loomis actually drew all those? <laughs> yeah, that was it. No, it's uh, it's the um, it's going to be fucking uh, what, Escobar versus Metalik. At, yeah, uh, that'll be a good I'm match, stoked. dude. It's just like yeah. it's so crazy because Lucha House Party has not been on NXT um, a lot. Is this the, this is the first time I remember seeing them on there recently? Yeah, well, as because two of five live crossover as Lucha House Party, yes, because yeah. they never really went. Like Metal League did some, 
wouldn't say sure. he's done some, and especially sure. like more so around like the cruiserweight classic. That was yeah. years ago. But yeah, the, that was when I started watching wrestling again in 2016. Metalik is just one of those people that I always forget about until I'm watching wrestle. It's just like, oh, you are phenomenal. Same with Dorado. King of the Ropes. Same. I mean, they they are all so good. Uh, yeah. And then with Escobar, like that match might fucking just. I, it's going to be such a packed show. Yeah, I mean, we we haven't even started getting to it, but the fact that we have a fight pit match. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. So vroom, 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 dude. I'm so excited about my that. favorite gimmick match. Tommy Chomper versus Timmy Thatchy. I'm pretty sure last week I called for this into the universe, or however, whenever we last recorded, and it Trips, did. Trips and it is did listening. Happen. He's li- and he's listening, and he and he texts me, so I know he does so, listen. Yeah. We love a, you, Uncle it's Paul. A good idea. Yeah. It's a it's a good idea. Oh uh, yeah, you know, I guess we still have the cage around. Uh, we could I think it's kind of funny that we still have the cage. And we haven't used it again. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm loving that it's Thatcher's match. He needs to win, yeah. and yes. I hope like he gets like a bunch of his goons. There's fucking random guys in Thatch of Thatch game wrestling shirts. Jump it jump into the pit. Yeah. yeah. Dude. If they just turn into like a tr- lumberjack like style match where they're all up on top anytime like Champa tries to get yeah. up or anything. Oh, that's that's what they should have made Raw Underground was that. Dude, just recycle the, the fight, fight pit. pit. Everybody Dude, just standing a- everybody standing around and then like when you like want to come and fight, you jump down. Dude, oh know, man, what if Shane comes in and like just joins in. the fight pitch? Him and him and Mole Man have have their fight pit match. You know what? I have realized the things that have that made people not watch Raw are the things them getting rid of those things is why I don't watch Raw. So like yeah. they got rid of they got rid of uh, Raw Underground and Retribution doesn't doing anything. Um, those there. are the reasons I wanted to watch yeah. Raw. Can you see? Did you see on NXT? Just to me, just fighting fl- fucking Ricochet. Yeah, they're the well, yeah, but but they're, they're not destroying the system. Yeah, they are not system. what they they are not what they promised they would be. <laughs> they don't have chainsaws anymore. Yeah, yeah. did you all see just the look, dog shit? The the look of fucking just relief I felt when I watched Mercedes Martinez on NXT. Has been like, you got out, you got yeah. out. Yeah, apparently there was no heat on her. Like, hey, I don't want to do this. Can I just go to NXT? Like, like, hey, I'm I'm about to see. I'm seeing that this is about to go real bad. Uh, so I don't want to be a part of it. And also, like, she's been around. Like, she is not young. Like, she's amazing, but she's not young. She doesn't have as many years as some of the other people. Yeah, left. yeah that are in yeah. Retribution. So like, like, don't, don't waste years. Well, like, don't waste the years that she has not using her name. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I agree with you completely. And Mia yeah, Yim can become so Mia like, Yim help, again. Like, develop other people too. That's a good, also, yeah. that's a good point. Um, it's a good point. Uh, a call to the sh- the match that's uh, happening: Metalik and Santos Escobar. There's talk um, of NXT doing like a Lucha Libre show. Oh, sick! And That'd so I think what they're trying to do is kind of test, see how they can do doing Lucha. It's, because it's a soft pilot for this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's like that episode of The Office where they go to Dwight's farm, and yeah. then they never end up making that show. It's Windward Circle. That's, That's right. a Gilmore Girls reference. Sorry. It's a lone gunman um, from the X-Files. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, that show that predicted 9-11. <laughs> Did oh. you guys know that? <laughs> yes. The, 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 that spinoff show predicted 9-11 before it happened. <laughs> Jesus. So, someone, I, hope someone, I hope someone in the government's looking, looking into that. I hope someone's looking into that. Uh, we got Raquel Gonzalez and Rhea Ripley in a last woman standing match. Fucking stoked. This is going to be insane. Mm. And Raquel has gotten so good. 
I'm so stoked that they yeah. have like Rhea is also a. It's they could have built her. It's unreal as a bi- how good Rhea is if you think about it. But she yeah. has not been there for that long. Aaliyah's yeah. been there way longer. But they could they could book Rhea as a big scary monster and they don't. Whereas <sighs> you know what? Because she's just as tall. They Maybe she's not it. as no, like she's must- not. She's only five seven. Oh, really? Raquel okay. is six foot. Yeah. Okay. They okay. Had- um, she they put her in giant boots a lot to make her look taller. Uh, okay. She's, she's only five seven. Wear some lifts too. I mean, dude, they like Kane. They had with Rhea Ripley, you know, gold absolutely. And then I think, to be honest, I think they threw they dampened that that fire a little bit to for Charlotte Flair. And I don't think that panned out for anyone. Because I think she well, she got injured or something. She was gone for forever. Uh, oh yeah, Charlotte's back too. We oh yeah, we didn't that. talk about that. Charlotte's back too. Yeah, yeah. We don't have to talk. Well, we can get into. We can we get into talk about NXT. Yeah, we'll we'll see where it goes. But it's just like so they they brought Charlotte to NXT in what I initially thought was going to be a really exciting way to boost a lot of the talent there. Um, but it kind of at this point just looks like it was to give a you know to throw Charlotte in the microwave and heat her up for a second, uh, and it didn't do anything for anyone. And to be honest, I think it it really was a detriment to Rhea Ripley in in this year of our Lord twenty twenty. Uh, the program she was putting with Charlotte because it just took so much of the fucking emphasis that she had going into WrestleMania just off. I, I'd agree. Also, I think I think Charlotte's run was supposed to be longer in NXT. I think so too. And um, she had to go to get some medical stuff taken care of. Yeah, yeah, and you know, and you can't plan for a lot of those things, of course. But it was just like I was thinking about that when we were going over the uh, you know, thinking about like a year in review kind of a thing. It's like, oh yeah, Rhea, but it's like. It just it sucked because it, it, it there was a lot of room there for her just to blow up, um, but it just sort of got dampened uh, for the benefit of Charlotte, which is not Charlotte's fault. It's just w- what happened. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I completely agree. It's yeah, but, but I think Rhea's still she's back. I think there. the stuff with Raquel. To back to your point, is I, I think of one of those things where it's like, okay, nope, she still got it, she still got mm-hmm. it, and she deserves it. She still got it. Carrying <laughs> Cross versus Damian Priest, 26, 20, 26, 27 years old, she still got it. <laughs> the TikTok man the big, is back. The big, uh, the big goth match, dude. Which is yeah. like, if I saw this match, like. A month ago, or no, like three months ago, I've been like, eh, Damian Priest, this match is going to be dog shit. And now I'm like hyped for it. He's, he, him as a baby face has just changed who he is as a wrestler. And just, um, just him like finding who he is as a character. Yeah. Fucking rules. I, I love Damian Priest. Mm. Um, his promos stop become like, stop being so fucking like wooden. Um, yeah. Yeah. Also, I like this new, this version of carrying cross so much better since they've come back like because he feels human yeah but like he that's drove, more interesting he, dri- he drives a car yeah he drives a he drives a mustang <laughs> like and it's like a nice mustang but it's not brand brand new you know it's like a really nice one from like it's like four or five years old yeah, about ninety thousand miles on it that's still working. yeah and <laughs> and also i loved um scarlet coming out and speaking i don't know what language it was but whatever eastern european language that wherever he's from um in like her promo before he came out this week, like it just makes him feel like an Eastern European gangster almost. Yeah, like, he feels oh, like yeah. he's like a, a like a hired like dude. He yeah, feels like, like he like listens to Screwdriver. To be honest, he's the that's not how I. Felt so you're about seeing it, he but. he's the protagonist of Grand Theft Auto Four. 
I I feel like he's more like someone out of the movie Eastern Promises, but oh yeah, which is a terrifying movie where you get to see Vigo Mortensen's good, good chance penis. to see Vigo's ball sack. Also, he yeah. also like dabbles like in like some like weird like cultic stuff, but like he yeah. doesn't like he doesn't have powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like this version so much better. Also, like, I just root for the guy because, like, I've said before, like, I I've met someone who knew him growing up, and he just seems like such a nice, cool dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. I want they had good, a good things for him too. So. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. I'm really excited to like see his move set again after he like was hurt. Him versus Keith Lee, I don't think was gonna be. Yeah, no, that's the worst match for both of them. I think. <laughs> Like, the worst possible matchup. I think for this mm-hmm. one, like, with the way Damian Priest has been working, I think he's going to push cross. Yeah. Uh, Finn versus Kyle for the NXT Championship. Is this where, does he take it? Uh, I want to. He might. I want him to. I don't think he will. I think the big match is going to be Karrion uh, Cross versus Finn. Oh yeah, that makes sense. But there's that part of me that's lingering in my brain of like, well, then why are they bringing us a rematch? Mm-hmm. Other than that, it obviously that it made some of the biggest news of 2020. But I I think it's because there wasn't supposed to be one. Um, but then that match was so good. Yeah. Um, and that's what I feel that, about Rhea and Raquel too. Like there wasn't yeah, going to be a, another match, but it was just really well received. Like, oh, let's fucking run it back. Kyle getting a second match is the win for him, I think. But I think they've set it up where I wouldn't be surprised if he actually did win. They do. And that's amazing. They have it set up exactly that way where it's like, I could see it going either way. Mm-hmm. I still have my feelings that Finn's going to hold on to it because it would honestly be a bit of a, a short run for Finn because of his injury. <laughs> uh, he just didn't get to defend it in big moments except for with Kyle. So it's like, I would love it and I'm expecting Finn to hold on to it, but I was expecting pete dunn to be the number one contender uh so like my expectations have already been fucked with i i something i think would be cool and they haven't done since shinsuke and samoa joe in nxt is trading the belt a little bit yeah like i would love it if kyle got a little run and test him out see what he's like as a champion for like a one or two takeovers you know and then maybe finn takes it back and then he you know carrying cross gets involved whatever or whatever or maybe Mm -hmm. carrying takes it off like make Kyle even more of a baby face by having Karrion Cross destroy him for the title and then have like Finn get it back. Like just trade it around a little bit. I yeah. would like after the, having that Adam Cole run, that was like, you know, 400 days or whatever. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I wouldn't be mad at that at all. Yeah, I agree with you. Oh, you know what they also before. Uh, wait, is that the main event? Was that the last match of TakeOver? Oh, yeah. Yes. So one of the things they mentioned on NXT, too, uh, as well, is that they're bringing back the Dusty Rhodes Classic. And I think this specifically, mm-hmm. I feel like they're going to put so much effort into just amazing tag team matches. Adam and Roddy? Adam That's and Roddy. I love Roddy. that. I love the, that. Representing I, Undisputed Era. The, the best thing that they could do uh, for the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic is debut the Rascals and have them win. Whom the Rascals? For Very um, good tag Impact? Team. Uh, they signed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it is Zachary Wentz and not Trey, Desmond Xavier. I always. Why do I think that they're old? Are they old? No, they're young. Who am I getting them confused? Uh, you're with? thinking of Pete Wentz of Fallout Boy. No, He's a bit older. Th- the Rascals. Who's the one? Who's you're thinking the of the team? Briscoes. Who's who's well, who does Jeff Cobb wrestle for? Uh, New Japan. Uh, New Japan no, right the now. other one. Ring of Honor? 
Yeah, Ring well, of Honor. He's been who's in the, Ring of Honor. He's not currently. Who's the but. tag team in Ring of Honor? Briscoes. Briscoes. That's who. Yeah, Briscoes. that's who I'm getting them confused with. Yeah, which I makes think. Rascals Briscoes. It's you know Rascals makes you Briscoes Brascals. Yeah, it makes you think and, of uh, and the, the Briscoes possums and raccoons. The Briscoes look like rascals, so exactly. And yeah, racist <laughs> rascals. And too. they yeah they are kind of just racist <laughs> shithead rascals. So. All, you know R and R baby racist okay. rascals. All right, sorry sorry I derailed us for that. That would be no, the, uh, the no, smartest no, thing they could do though would be to debut them and then have them win. Mm. And also makes so or, much sense why they've been kind of focusing on like Ever Rise and like Grizzled Young Veterans and like Imperium. It's like they gotta show they have tag teams. Because <laughs> yeah. they don't. Because they don't at all right now. And so like um, tag teams. If, if if it's not the Rascals, then I hope it's Imperium and they like give Imperium an actual run here in standard NXT because like they're so good. Marcel like, Rattel is so fucking good. He is like he's unbelievable. Dude is six three and does the stuff that he does. It's wild. Yeah. Who's who's the who's the white Marcel dude? Marcel Bartel is six three. Yep. Who's the white dude in the Rascals? Zachary Wentz. He has a more punchable face than about anybody else I've seen in the wrestling business. Have you ever seen Sammy Guevara, Austin Theory? <laughs> I know this. I know <laughs> um, these. The guy, the fucking pop punk dork. More than Mark Andrews. Andrews? Yeah, actually, yeah, I don't think Mandrews is very punchable at all. But that's opinion, opinion based. Yeah, he doesn't have that, as punchable of a face. As he's pretty good in the face. You're saying? I think he's pretty good in the face. Zach Wentz is married to Kim Burber. Oh. Oh yeah, because that makes him very punchable. Oh yeah, he's got he, a punchable face. It's also the hat he's wearing and he his chest tattoo in this specific um, picture. I think we're looking at the same picture. <laughs> he isn't as shitty as she is, as far as being at least outwardly. Um, also, he got his last name from Pete Wentz. Okay. Ty. When they adds, were married. That briefly. adds to the punchable face. <laughs> exactly. he, cha- he changed it after the nuptials. Before it's Ashley like, Simpson. <laughs> I love wrestling Zachary. so much that I'm going to name my character after Pete Wentz. Yikes. Naming yourself after a probable pedophile. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey. Hey, Darby <laughs> Allen. <laughs> Darby <laughs> Crash and Gigi Allen are not people you should be fucking naming yourself after, but nope. what are you going to fucking do, dude? Um. All right. New Japan time? Oh, my Fuck God. Yeah, dude. Let's run um, through Wrestle Kingdom cards. Right. Yeah, so I forgot entirely that Wrestle Kingdom was this week until like a couple days ago. I was like, oh, my Same. God. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not watching it live. It's on um, work days. I, I love, okay, so on the Wikipedia for this show, um, the New Japan Rumble is called the New Japan Rambo. Yeah, that's tight. Cool. Yeah. Which I wish it was actually called the New Japan Rambo. Maybe it is. Um, Maybe so it's not a typo at all. Determine the trophy winner. Uh, who, will cha- no, who will challenge oh, yeah, for the who Provisional will King of Pro Wrestling 2021 trophy on night two? So they uh, the current fight King of Pro yeah, to fight Yano. I listen to a podcast. I sound like I'm educated. Well, not. no, wait. Yano is is are they actually fighting Yano, or does Yano have to earn his way into this match? Yano has to earn his way into this match because oh, he yeah, is the yeah, king the of pro wrestling. Two. The final he is the two. king of pro wrestling 2020. Yeah, this is for 2021. Yeah, and this so. is a provisional one because they will still have the actual king of pro wrestling event. Mm-hmm. The so. final. It's the final. I two. don't give a flying fuck about the stupid king of pro wrestling shit. <laughs> no, but I mean Yano. Yano is really entertaining, and I think he's done a good job from what I've this little bit I've seen with the King of Pro Wrestling stuff. Just like it fits him, like uh, give him the goofy ass thing. I hope it's him versus three gigantic people, 
like oh, yeah. what him and like um uh oh my god bad luck Fale had in the g1 yeah or in or, or like stuff like that i hope it's yano versus like three gigantic people and that he's <laughs> find, somehow finds a way to win and like that king of pro wrestling is his gimmick thing forever it might be he is the king of pro wrestling yeah uh, we got Hiromu Takahashi versus El Phantasmo. Uh, the winner of the this determines who will challenge the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship on night two. Is that who has it right now? Is it Jay White? No, no. Uh, is it Taiji no. Ishimori? It's Ishimori. Yes. Uh, okay, okay. Um, Wait. Could be a, uh, yes. Could be a yeah. really good match. This um, is the guy that broke his neck, right? Romo? No, Romo? that was Des- Desperado. No, that was Desperado. El Fantasmo okay. is a member of Bullet Club. ELP, um, Headbang Club. ELP. He's going to have a real banger of a new theme. That's like part of his weird gimmick. So. Yeah, um, I forgot who the producer is, but it features a guitar from somebody from Straight from the Path, and then Rick is Hell. He's doing vocals. Rick is Hell? Oh, damn. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Rick to life, and I was going to be like, that's weird. Rick and Morty. Yeah. <laughs> Rick Moranis. Rick and Morty and <laughs> Rick Moranis and Morty. some guy named Morty. Uh, the Dangerous Techers. I never knew they had a name. Uh, Taichi mm-hmm. and Zack Sabre Jr. versus Gorillas of Destiny. Tamatanga and Tangaloa. Zack Sa- Sabre Jr. has elevated Taichi like, in Tai-Chi a way still. I didn't think was... I, I still say fuck Taichi, but he's elevated him in a way I didn't think possible. Also, how handsome is Tama without a beard? Very. He, like, I... I it blew me away with like so I'm like, oh, yeah. what a handsome guy. He is, has the squarest jaw. He looks like Gaston. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. It's a very nice square jaw. He's just a good looking yeah. guy. Also, like his brother like posts a lot of stuff. I wouldn't like like with WWE people and like about like certain WWE things, I wouldn't be surprised if Camacho ends up back there one day. <laughs> mm, same. Um, I really hope Gorillas of Destiny win because they've never won at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, they've lost like six years in a row. That's or like whatever. a Bullet Club fucking thing, though. Is they always lose mm. at Wrestle Kingdom. Like, well, because there's always big like departures, and so they're always just like, ah, fuck Bullet Club. And even then, it's like because it's a Japanese company, they're putting their their heroes over because Bullet Clubs are heels, and like they mm. kind of follow wrestling, and so it's like they would lose the like fucking like uh. Kojima and Tenzan, like fucking out Gals and Anderson would and shit like mm. that. So this would just follow that same thing. Loser Rapongi Vice, even though Rapongi Vice would be like split up like a minute later. <laughs> I just I just thought of this. It'll never happen, but because I Googled Tamatonga to see what his uh his face would look like without a beard, um, it's not in the Google image searches. The third result is Roman Reigns. Mm. What if during Roman's psycho run of the family stuff that he that Tonga showed up because they were in the family, right? Um, different family. Oh, okay, then fuck different me. F- Never mind. <laughs> yeah, they're like different family, but there's you know some like very close ties yeah. between everyone, obviously. But yeah, I mean, they didn't even bring Sean Maluda in for Roman's thing, and he was there Wait, a lot. Was was one of okay, so. Their their dad is um fuck I'm blanking on names Haku? right now. Who's their dad? Haku. Was Haku in a tag team with one of their relatives? I, yes, he, in the head, he was. Was he in the head shrinkers? Yes, he was in the head so shrinkers for a little bit. So there, so there you go. There's the the 
family tie connection right there is the tag, like, tag yeah, team. Yeah, family. if they're not directly related, they the are tan they are tangentially related. He was also a king of the ring. Oh yeah, that's right. Won it from Harley Race, right? Yeah. That's yeah. And then Macho Man beat him for it. That's how we got Ma- King the Macho King. Yep. Huh. That is fucking the truth right there. Um, um, we got Kenta versus Satoshi Kojima. Um, I don't know if I know who that is. Kojima's He's an old timer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, um, what? My boy, my favorite wrestler. I don't even know what he looks like. Uh, this will. I think this is like uh, just a Kojima's last who big match. Who who couldn't be in the match again? I forgot who. It was. I cannot remember. And it says Kenta is a certificate holder, so this is a match for the IWGP Challenge Rights certificate. Yeah, he has the briefcase for. Oh, it's a um, briefcase. Okay. Yeah, but like the 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 certificate of authenticity. Oh yeah, it was Juice. Juice Juice. was supposed to be in this match. Oh. Wow. Uh, We got. (laughs) Thank you, Jenna. They say thank you as well. We got Juice. Uh, Juice. Hiroshi Tanahashi versus the Great Okan, who is I'm someone so I also don't know who that is. That, like this, like Tana, Tanahashi's year has been like his butt, and it's like they just continue <laughs> to like the dude's fucking so, Tanahashi. So the Great Okan is not somebody of uh, high merit. He, okay, he's like he's kind of the newest like rookie that they're pushing, kind of like oh. Switchblade was a couple years ago. Um, I don't get it. Okay, like, I, I haven't been paying attention to New Japan as much this year, but, like, the gimmick I don't get. Is he a genie man? I don't Like, know. is he Aladdin? Is he... What is he? Like, I don't... I don't know. He wears weird pants. It, like, he looks like, uh, you know, just for the, the card that they have for Wrestle Kingdom 15, he looks like a character you've yet to unlock in a video game. <laughs> also, also, like, I just don't like that, like, then the Empire, and cause I just don't like Will Ospreay or B. Priestley. Mm-hmm. Mm. So yeah, I'm glad that they are that they debuted a new faction, and I hate everything about it. <laughs> Except for Jeff Cobb, I like Jeff Cobb. Yeah, well, like I just hate like even if there's people in it, I like it's just like it's Osprey. I know that's what makes it Osprey and fucking B Priestley. It yeah. just immediately taints it, you know. Well, speaking about Osprey, we got Okada versus Osprey. <laughs> This match will be fucking great. <laughs> will I be don't good. care. But, yeah. I hope Okada win. Oka- I Okada won't win because they need to give the Empire some, some, some steam. Mm. Uh, Okada might win just because it's Okada and it's he's Wrestle Okada. Kingdom. Also, yeah. we're not going to be getting money clip Okada, which I hate. That fucking like trying to get over like new moves during the year. It's like when he was trying to wear the long boys and he was trying to fucking long boys rocked. No, it didn't. I like the long boys for the ability to return. And I like going Bal- back. And I like you know? Balloon Boy Okada. Of course, I love Balloon Boy. Vacation Okada. Okada is always going to be a, a hero of mine. I really hope that we eventually get Boat Captain Okada. Oh, like I hope that's true. the next Okada we get is the just him like actually dressing up as a boat captain coming out in like fucking cable knit sweater that Chris Evans wore in Knives Out. Alex, um, look up <laughs> um, Trent Okada on a boat is my favorite picture. Look up smooth sailing Ashley Remington, and that's who Okada could be. Look, look, just, up, look I, it up right now. I can smooth, you guys are, smooth sailing Ashley, Ashley Remington. Remington. 
You will look familiar. Want to hear some reactions? Is that John Morrison? No. That who the fuck is that? Oh, is that is that a that's our peacock boy? Yes. Oh, it's Dalton. That's, that's Dalton, Dalton boy. <laughs> I mean, with the glasses, it just felt Morrisony to me. Uh, no, that's wow. definitely Dalton Castle, and uh, yeah, I want this for Okada, and I want him to be there with him, <laughs> and Trent for some reason. Oh yeah. Um, but I, man. I'm very excited to watch Okada wrestle again. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what I'm going to say. I haven't watched any New Japan this year at all. It's been real disappointing. <laughs> yeah. You got so, a fucking evil running champion, you know? Shit ain't good. I'm, I'm going to, yeah. I'm probably going to watch this throughout the week. I doubt I'll finish it all during the week, but. Let's be honest, uh, dude. I'm going to wait for people to say what matches were really good, and then I'm going to go watch those. I'll let you know. Uh, I mean, the nice thing Thank about you. the two-night system is that each night is a lot shorter than it used to be. Like, each show is, it's kind of like just having to watch two pay-per-views in a week, which we've done before, like, you know, happens occasionally, versus, like, the old-style Wrestle Kingdom is just like, okay, Here's a one marathon, you know. It's I didn't a little mind bit that different. though, to be honest. I I don't either, Same. but it's just it's just different. I've watched know? it was like, live since Wrestle Kingdom Nine. I'm ready. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did. I watched last year live with you, Isai. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also I think I learned from that that that's not my style of watching wrestling. <laughs> like <laughs> what, um, three in the morning, sta- four in the morning, sta- staying up all night. Like I've done it. I did it for like. Kenny Okada four and stuff like that. I just can't do it. Yeah. I, I like, and I also just figured out that I like waking up and watching wrestling like Saturday morning cartoons. <laughs> I fucking do I remember, too. What, one year, that Brady is my favorite. Watching uh, Wrestle Kingdom at my house, and as it ended, me and him were both like walking out the door to go to work. <laughs> I had a work meeting. I took that day off, but I still had to go to the stupid meeting. Uh, yeah, I I enjoy. I pay more attention and care more when I'm watching wrestling live. So it was just weird and doesn't I'm, make any sense. I'm uh, the opposite, but I, 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 I can get it though. Like I'm just the opposite. Also, I like to take breaks. Like I have pretty serious ADHD and it's mm-hmm. nice to just take breaks and like do it at my own pace. So, or else I do get distracted. That's why I, yeah. I usually like to do something while I'm watching, like, like if I cook or something or like fucking just like pace around like an idiot. <laughs> Yeah, fair, fair. My setup at our place doesn't let me like cook and watch at the same time. So yeah, um, my, my kitchen overlooks like the TV, so I can just fuck. That's, yeah, that's nice. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's like, mm-hmm. Your your place is pretty ideal for, for watching being for watching and being distractible, like I am. Yeah, <laughs> like you can go outside, and you can go outside and still see inside. Yeah, you can open the, the fucking TV window. And... I can fucking go to the Traeger. I can cut some shit up on the counter. Beat up the go to the toilet. You got your secret TV in the yeah, toilet. toilet. In the TV. toilet water. Yeah, um, I keep it with my toilet dogs. <laughs> oh, God, for when you just need a mid shit snack. Yeah. <laughs> what do you? You don't have a toilet kitchen? Uh, yet, yet. But we I live mean, in a duplex. Know, I, just I don't. Got an I air fryer. I'm gonna bring it into yo, the bathroom. Yo, Isai. Um, my parents got me a big boy. Which uh, the, the big ones or like the oven ones? It's an oven one. Hell yeah. And it it does nine things. It's a it's a wild boy. I could cook a rotisserie chicken in it if I wanted to. Oh, you got one of the ones that can, has like the rotisserie chicken. Fucking do it. Just cause. I have a whole chicken. 
<laughs> but yeah, it's uh, get one of those rotisserie chickens from Albertsons and then cook it again. <laughs> re re rotisserie re rotisserie so, chicken double, double but rotisserie. If you, if, if you do it the other way though, it actually uncooks. <laughs> oh, it's actually a raw chicken at the end. <laughs> uh, but it's I set mine to counterclockwise, and now it's it's back to raw. <laughs> it came back to life. <laughs> Um, and it died again really quickly. Yeah, it was it was not a good existence. The second go around, it was real pet cemetery like. I just want to tell everyone: get an air fryer. They're the new microwave. I'm not. That's yeah, what gonna, my mom. I'm that's what my mom told me the other I, day. That's a, such oh a mom God. thing I, to say. I haven't even used mine yet. Like, so I, I bought it for Anya for Christmas, which was also buying it for myself for Christmas. Yep. But yep. Um, I've been waiting to make like chicken tenders in it, mm-hmm. and I didn't have barbecue sauce, but I just picked some up. So. <laughs> What kind of, what kind of baby oh, that's here? gonna be good. Uh, just sweet baby rays. Oh, just, 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 they're like really cheap little chicken strips, you know. Like it's nothing special. It's just like Tyson. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, like, okay. I just wanna, I just wanna make some chicken tenders and just honestly and just though, dunk like, them. When I've been you, craving tenders too. That's crazy. When you do it like with the air fryer, just it adds like a good crunch. It does. Yeah, it does. Exactly. That's what I've been missing. So it's it's. It's life changing. I make French fries in it three times a week. Oh, hell yeah! Ugh. That that was the best thing about working working at Arctic Circle is just being able to fry my own chicken tendies. Chicken mm-hmm. so. mm-hmm. wings are the best. They get crispy, but like not super greasy. The time. That's a that's air right. fryer talk. Uh, <laughs> air fryer corner. There are two stardom matches that are exhibition matches, is what it says. Yeah. Do we want to talk about those? Yeah, sure, of course. Okay, Queen's Quest. Mm-hmm. Um, and Donna Del Mondo or versus Donna Del Mondo is a six woman tag team match. Okay. And we got uh, Mayo Iwatani and Tom, Nan- Tom Nakano versus Donna Del Mondo, which is, is there like two a Na- other people from Donna Del Mondo. Is there like a Nakano wrestling family or is this uh, completely uh, separate from both? <laughs> Just names. Yeah, yeah, they do. Wrestlers all use their real names in Japan, right? Uh, way more. It's okay. more common, yes. Yeah, I mean the fact there's two Takahashi's in New Japan. Yeah, yeah. fuck, dude. There's seriously. Tokyo Pimp and there's Hiromu. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, we probably won't see those, but those will be cool. Yeah, last yeah. year we did though, didn't we? No, no, no. Oh, okay, Not sure. I hope um, we do. That'd be cool. We got TBA versus TBA versus TBA versus yeah. TBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of people with the same names <laughs> over there in New Japan, it's just four just people di- named TBA. Just differentiate a little bit. Have a different gimmick. It's the f- it's a four way match for the provisional KOPW 2021 trophy. Um, we got Suzuki Goon, uh, El Desperado, and Yosh- Yoshinobu Kanemaru versus uh, one or eight. That is a Bad name. Oh, you know, well, there's a, you know. I feel like which there's is a translation versus issue. Which is Taguchi and Master Wado from Star Wars? Oh, I fucking hate Master Wado. That's just me. I don't know what the fuck anyone is talking about at this point. Ah, Look up I Master Wado. If you click on his Wik- Wikipedia link, there's no image. I like that it Master. is spelled, it's spelled like it sounds. He's buff. Yeah. Then it just said Master Wado's yeah. a new Tai Chi. Uh, yeah, you know, based on physical appearance alone, he looks like a he looks like a like a like a blueberry warhead. Yeah, he's, it looks like he wants to have a Sonic the Hedgehog gimmick. 
Well, Credits don't work on me, only money. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Maserato we're talking about, right? That really yes. like you're, racist you're Jewish such caricature. Because we skipped over the main event of what? Of Night oh, One. oh, we didn't talk about Naito versus Kota Ibushi. Yeah, so this is gonna see who breaks their neck. The neck yeah. match. Well, it won't be Kota Ibushi because he works his neck out. He works out his shoulder muscles to protect his um, neck. Yeah, no, he took, the, he's a bad neck guy, like no bad neck mm. guy. He um, took Wu Tang to heart. He's going to he's, protect he his protect, neck. He protects his neck. Oh uh, yeah. Actually, uh, no, he, he does doesn't. not. <laughs> um, if you want, if y'all want to see the kind of like we've heard wor- about like what those workouts look like um, for like the neck bridges and shit they do, go to Ilya Dragunov's uh, Instagram and find. There's a video of him doing backwards rolls where he lands on his neck and rolls and does a cartwheel backwards. Jesus. Like off of his neck. That's the kind of workout that like makes so, you able to do that. So shit. to make your neck stronger, you have to risk hurting it. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. 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 He's, yeah. He's doing bridges where he like pushes up off of his neck and then like flips backwards. It's terrifying. Yeah. This is fucking terrifying. But, um, Coda is going to win, right? Because I, I think Coda is probably belt? walking out with the whole thing. Double belt? I think For a second? Coda two belts? Yeah. I think so. I hope so. And then... But also, they like to hate Coda for some reason. So, like, like over to New Japan, they just like... He's con- constantly the like, oh, he's going to be good... Next year when we finally put the the rocket on him, oh, he'll be good next year when we fight. Like, yeah. how the so fuck does I also wouldn't be surprised win the fucking title before Kota Ibushi. That's hey, I have, I, I have something to throw out there. What do you got? Yes. What do y'all think? What do y'all think is the likelihood uh, that we maybe get an appearance from some AEW guys? Zero. You, know? you think uh, zero? Pants closed down. Oh, oh, yeah. okay. So that that's uh, in it. under normal circumstances, I'd give it like a. 20 percent that's what i would be thinking like, too if it was even a possibility because i was like moxley still right has a title there uh and then uh you know the belt collector with kenny but yeah under normal circumstances i'd still only put it at 20 percent because i would i would i think it would happen at new year's dash not the only people uh, that i could see showing up not even AEW people it's just good brothers and even then now it's not gonna happen oh yeah Together. because of their connection with rocky well, because they've even just vocally said that they're, they're going to work for New Japan. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, back to night two. Uh, sorry about that. We have Shingo Takagi versus Jeff Cobb. Mr. Oh, Mr. it's going to be a big old thick fucking... It's going to be so good. Like, Jeff Cobb's going to do the cruiserweight stuff that he, like, can do and is terrifying. And then... Shingo gets to act like the big boy that he doesn't necessarily always get to either. So yeah, they're like, just gonna beat each other up. Fucking <laughs> yeah, give me it. I'm ready. That's gonna be one of the matches I'm excited for. Yeah. Um, I bet Isai will be excited for this match. We got Evil versus Sonata. This match will actually be really I'm good. I'm stoked like, for two, that. These two have so much history. Like, yeah, Evil, they were in the same faction, weren't they? They were tag yeah. team champions like 20 times together. That is yeah. also true. Um. Why are evil they mad turned at each on other? Sin- well, because Evil turned on Sonata and joined Bullet Club when mm-hmm. he became champion. Nice Bullet Club oh. guy. That's See, when I'm, he became champion. I'm this completely summer. out of. I I am 100 out of the loop on New Japan. So yeah, um, when Evil became champion, it was him him turning on Sonata and joining Bullet Club. Um, okay. Uh, evil. So Evil isn't 
like at that level of being Good. you know um well like well at the champion level, but then you remember good in New Japan is a bit, much different scale than anywhere else in the world. Evil is a lot, is a much better wrestler than most quote unquote good wrestlers in other promotions. Like he's just not a champion level. Yeah, and I, that was, that was pushing it. But him having been champion when Sonata beats him this week will makes it even bigger for Sonata that he's now beating. The former champion. Yeah. Only Sonata had fucking charisma. Like a, an ounce of it. That's the thing. Evil <laughs> has charisma. Evil has some charisma. Evil has weird charisma, but not the in-ring stuff. And Sonata doesn't have charisma, but is amazing in the ring. Yeah, they just, they're, they're meant to be a tag <laughs> team. No. Um, but like maybe this blood feud with Evil can bring something out of Sonata, hopefully. Cool. That's, I, I hope. At least, because cool. he's so good. Uh, Sonata uh, thought that Charisma was just getting a weird hairstyle or beard. I yeah. like I like I that mean, he's showing off the jaw more now because I did not care for that Billy Goat beard. <laughs> I, I like that he just looks weird all the time. Like I, I it almost works as Charisma for me because he has no other Charisma yeah. that like. Oh, why does he look like a giant like space pirate now? <laughs> why does he look like one of those fucking statues from Easter Island? <laughs> yeah. well, like, why does he look like the weird evil like space gorillas from dragon ball these are the questions these are the questions uh we got taiji samori versus uh takahashi or el phantasmo for uh, the iwgp junior heavyweight way it will be good but it needs to be takahashi because yeah. samori and takahashi like the Roman Empire again. they mm-hmm. will one of them will die Mm-hmm. Like always, they're like, is this happening in Tokyo Dome? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and, but there's going to be a lot of extra space that they're not used to there. Oh yeah. Remember what happened in the Best of Super Juniors final between these two, where they went down the stairs. Yep. They have an entire stadium to work with now. Like a whole baseball stadium. I have a whole baseball stadium to work with. I don't think they will, but they might. <laughs> also, isn't it wild that um. Fucking the Thunderdome's down in Tropicana Field, and that place is just like a known shithole for baseball. Like, yeah, this is the worst stadium. It's so bad. It's like the last of the terrible dome stadiums left, and it's like that's where Thunderdome is. It needs to go. To, it needs to go the way of the Kingdom, if you feel me. Mm. Implode. Yeah. Uh, we got Naito versus or Kota Ibushi versus Oyan J. White. Um, J. White. That um, wasn't good, I know. Hey, that's Twitch Blade. Hey, I, I, Jay White. Oi, I'm, I'm, I'm Cockney Jay White, even though I'm from New Zealand. Yep, he's Cockney. Oh, my best friend's Jason Statham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, um, that's Jay, right. Jay White has elevated himself to belonging in this spot, and that's pretty cool to see, actually. Yeah, I, I, like, like, I like Switchblade. I, I, from a couple years ago, where we were just like, eh, he... This doesn't feel quite there. I mean, it's very Okada-esque, where Okada was shoved down everyone's throats. No one cared. But then he elevated himself to that spot. Uh, that's where Jay, that's what Jay White's done. I And he feels like Switchblade now. I think, like, it's the nasty I, I beard. It. I think it's the nasty beard that makes him seem more believably fucking Also, it, it, It's also because that they try to elevate evil, and you're like, oh, no. He's way better mm-hmm. than evil. I would... 
I would love it if in a couple years now we got to say that about Evil 2. Just because I think that would be a cool story, you know? Like, and just that would be funny if that is New Japan's cycle. Yeah. Push someone way too soon, and then in two years they actually deserve it. Maybe. I mean, maybe. I mean, but maybe that's also just wrestling in a lot of ways because look at Roman Reigns. Yeah. Think of like the yeah. years they could have had with, like, he could be the rock right now, Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Um, because like if they would have pushed him heel, he would have gotten so over that like they would have actually gotten him over more as a baby face later on. And it took it took so long for them to finally fucking turn him. It can take forever. It yeah. took it to him having real life circumstances turn him into an actual baby face. Yeah, where that people appreciated, and then them you know fucking that up with dog food, um, and then finally him turning heel after all of that, like. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, forgot we'll about the dog food. Yep, I didn't. Uh, but yeah, this match should be tight. Um, I I don't know. I haven't watched res- Japanese wrestling in a long time, so I'm excited to I've, uh watch this throughout the same. week. I've been like keeping caught up but barely actually watching any, so I'm excited to watch just like a giant show of of actual New Japan wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Isai, quick logistical question. If I buy it on Fight TV, how long does the replay last? forever okay tight okay cool it's available on fight that's cool yeah i got an email because i've bought i don't know i bought one other thing from fight and so now i get emails from them (laughs) i have it and i still do so i don't know how they're like what's up wrestling nerd here's some (laughs) wrestling for you the google told us you're a wrestling nerd Oh, I think I used it when I got that one indie thing for a minute. I don't remember what oh, it was. Oh, uh, yeah. That you, you watched more than, way more than I did. I know, I know what you mean. <laughs> um, yeah, that's New Japan. That's that's Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. That's tight. It's exciting stuff. Yes? You look confused, Zach. No, I have a weird contact thing. Oh, going okay. on, so. <laughs> <laughs> Um. So should we rattle off some of the best of the year? You know, it, it, the, yeah, the, we should. The, we should talk about the that. year. Yeah. En- the year has ended. We are now in the 2021. Yeah, uh, and a lot of wrestling did happen, despite not a lot of people being able to watch it live. Yeah, yeah. as as my naming convention has gone the last the, every year that we've done this, the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be of 2020. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, I I did this straight from the dome. I didn't do any research. I just was just like, this is what sticks out in my head. Yeah, that's the best mm. way to do it. I have a top five matches. Okay. Hit us. Hit us, dude. The Fiend versus Randy Orton. That's number five. That's so weird. Okay. I loved hey, it. It's so, it. but I, I, it's so weird that it would make a list, but I think it's totally <laughs> No one gets of, to dictate your list but you, But, well, I'm saying, I'm saying that matchup. Is yeah. weird, but the actual match totally makes sense that it did make it. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, wow, I just got another one. Um, so four, not like four, but like none of the rest of these are really in order. Yeah, they are four. Sasha Bailey Hell in a Cell. Yeah, that one. Very that good. Or be was on. it their match on Raw that was better? I thought Hell in a Cell was a masterpiece. I thought it was so good. Okay, I thought Hell in a Cell was one. very good. And then, um, uh. So that's two of them. Women's War Games. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, there was one more in there. Where are you? Where are you? 
Well, so women's war games. What was the one? This is bad. This is why doing it off the dome is bad. Um, the one women's match that was like the ba- Sasha Bailey Helena cell, but better. And Candice was in it. Was it the uh, the Io Shirai, Candice LeRae, uh, Halloween Havoc? Yes. Uh, yes. Tables, Shirai, la- tables, ladders, and scares? Yes. That <laughs> match. That match number two. Kyle Finn number one. Hell yeah. Solid. That's Hell that's yeah. my top five. Sorry. Um, yeah. I, I don't necessarily have like a, an order of them. I've just kind of like thought about some of the matches I remember from this year. Um, yeah. The Men's Royal Rumble match. Right. That Edge happened. Came, that was- Edge came back. <laughs> Yeah, that match was great. The whole the Brock Lesnar first half, yeah, um, and then you know Drew and and Edge, like man, that that was so good. That mm-hmm. was such a good match. Um, uh, I I loved that match. Um, I would also say um my I mean my top two matches of the year happened in the same week, and it was Dragonoff. Well, yeah. So Kyle and Finn was my number one match of the year, mm-hmm. and then it got immediately beaten by Dragonov and Walter. That match oh, seriously God. was one of the best of the year. I that still haven't fav- watched it. It I is my to. favorite. It's it is unlike any match that you'll watch this year. Four times now. <laughs> I've watched. I've watched it twice. It's the best match um, for not having a crowd. I think it's the okay. only match this year that was better for not having a crowd because you could hear those chops like. They like, also started they rang at out. like a ridiculous pace and kept it, mm-hmm. and Damn. and kept and elevated. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's it's wild how good that match was. Um, yeah, those are my top two for sure. Um, I also the Candice EO match was amazing. Um, yeah, like it's weird because like I know that there's a lot of matches that were really good, um, but. The lack of a crowd thing sometimes kind of killed it for me. Like the the ladder match at WrestleMania, the tag team ladder match. I know that was a great match, and I didn't like it. Yeah. Um. I I've I've learned that like ladder matches until they started bringing the digital crowds and stuff, um, weren't doing it for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Without a without a crowd, I thought it was actually like they were worse for not yeah. like they were really bad for not having a crowd. Um. But um. Yeah, like it's just a weird year that I know there's a lot of matches I would have loved, but just kind of got lost to mm-hmm. the yeah. weirdness of the year. Yeah, I'm- I do have I do have an honorable be- honorable mention because it's not really a match; it's a cinematic um, uh, oh. triumph. Uh, John Cena and the Fiend at that, Mania. That, that yeah, that doesn't about- count as a match in my head, but but it, but it, it needs to be mentioned. I mean, it was a rest. It was just a, it was a wrestling match. It just had a weird gimmick. The best cinematic know, like match you- to me was the Boneyard because it was just so funny. It was the yeah. best. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like the fact that we got both of those as part of WrestleMania is pretty wild. Yeah. So top match for me. Um, top matches. Okada and Ibushi from Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Oh um, yeah, it was so long ago. It wasn't in my it head. Feels, it was a year ago. So yeah. long ago. Um, Walter Dragunov is just uh, to me that that one and Okada and Ibushi just so fucking close. I get just how I'm feeling that day. Um, yeah, Okada Naito from Wrestle Kingdom. Um, the parking lot brawl. Yeah, that, one's yeah, on that my was list too. dope. That was the dope. Um, I, I wish they did more with Chuck and Trent after that. That's the only thing. It's like they showed that they have fucking grit, and then uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, um, I'm very passionate about those two. Then I really, really liked um, 
fucking um, god damn, I can't even think of it. The men's war game because I think they war games. really, really hard. Um, yeah, and McAfee just showing like he fucking belongs there, and obviously mm-hmm. Kyle and Finn was just mm-hmm. that was just yeah. some next level shit. Um, I'm with you on the uh, yeah, for sure on all of the on all of those. I oh. agree with you guys. There's a couple that that stuck out with me. Um, I have one more, but I want to hear what yours are to, first oh, yeah. to see if. Um, well, both of them, it. both of these ones are so three, three ones that haven't been mentioned yet that I that I do remember from this year that really stick out. Uh, are they was, all the Cody matches? Yeah, dude, Cody Rhodes uh, versus Darby, both of them. Uh, no, uh, uh, Suzuki versus Mox in New Japan for the U.S. title. Because um, that mm. was, you know, that that was still shaking off some of the. The the leaves of oh, Dean, oh. Dean Ambrose. I'm gonna I'm just going to um, jump in. Honorable mention was Worlds Collide Imperium Undisputed Era. Yeah. Oh my! I forgot that was this year. Oh wow! That was so good. That was. Um. I the other two I I have on on my little list of just matches that stick out was um actually when Nyla took the title off Rio. Uh, in my little notebook, I was just so stoked on that match. And I think it's because Rio, every time I watched, I just forgot about, I think Rio could put, could, is one of the best for like a David and Goliath type match. Um, mm-hmm. I think really she's so good. And the other one, uh, was Omega and Pac, their Iron Man match that they had on, uh, just on, on Dynamite TV, uh, like in February or something. That match yeah. was just such a fucking sick Iron Man match just to start the night off. Yeah. Um, my the other one I forgot. Actually, it's kind of two matches. Is the Fatal Four Way Iron Man match um, for the NXT title um, oh, that ended yeah. up in the in the tie? Yeah. Um, that match is specifically the finish of that match is the most masterful thing I I've seen in a wrestling match in a long time. The timing to get that like down to the last second. Yeah. So that cool. was so good. Yeah. Um, and then the the Finn. Um, Adam Cole match was also really, really oh, good. Yeah. Just forget how many fucking yep. matches. Yeah. Do you guys have anybody in your head that you know what? I will like say, a... I will say one other one, another honorable mention, yeah. even though it was built up so fucking much and they called it the best wrestling match ever. I mean, honestly, Edge <laughs> and Randy was really good. It, it was, was really so good. long. It was long. It was really good. But you know what? It was Okay. <laughs> It was better, in my opinion, than Tommaso and Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Their gigant, their super long cinematic match. It, I think it, that it oh, was, that was better fun. than that because that's not their. That's not good for them. I know. Like they but need that's to a, that, kill that, each that, other for an hour. That shows how good Randy and Edge mm-hmm. was. Yeah. That yeah. it beat th- that other I, one. I just get so. I I have a hard time getting drawn into a match where they're doing so many like famous callbacks. It was the same with the bucks and FTR where it's like, Oh, you're doing other people's moves. Oh, you're doing really cool stuff throughout history. I like it. I get, I, I love it. I, there's a, there's a, but fun, it's hard when you don't know it. Well, or when you do know it, sometimes I'm like, I get it, but it just also, seems like a, t- a way to fill time. Fight pit. Shout out to the original yeah, fight pit. Dude. The, yeah. I was thinking about a few like just people that really stuck out with me that I would never have on January 1st thought I would be bringing up, you know, this like year in review. But like I was thinking about how MVP fucking just saved yep. Raw uh, oh. by just by just <laughs> being either? a fucking amazing, amazing Mike uh, talent. His entire run was within 2020 as well because he came back at the Royal Rumble 
Um, and oh, yeah. that was a surprise thing. And everyone's like, MVP, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, um, just one of those like weird ones that stick out that I was like, I did not think I would be. He, he legit might be the MVP of WWE in, in 2020. Like, <laughs> or, like or, or, or Randy, just from a personal human being standpoint. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I, mean, I never thought I would be singing the praises. Yeah, of Randy Orton really turned everything around for me in 2020. <laughs> yeah, he really did. Like that's wild. He he's the bit. He's comeback of the year. I think like, so. Like a thirty year comeback. <laughs> like he's How like old is he? he's 40 like forty years. <laughs> yeah, um, he's like yeah, cut like, bet at a different level than he has been in so long. And then like other like MVP is one of the MVPs. Sasha Bailey and Oscar, I think, are the actual MVPs of mm-hmm. WWE. I think so they're, they're, they're the MVPs of the of quarantine. Yeah, they yeah. Carried, they yeah. carried the entire summer uh, on their backs. They, they really did. I even though like I think Drew in a lot of ways and like I feel I feel Drew as well. It'd be possible because like I haven't always loved every part of his run, but he has been put in an impossible position. Especially considering this is his first title run. Yeah. Um. Like now it's his second, but technically, but um, like over the summer that being his first title run, and we saw how bad Braun did. Also, we him s- just like, saying Randy just really just elevates mm-hmm. it. Randy. Randy. Listen here, Randy. It, it was just like out of my my Shrek fan fictions. Yeah. Um, Shrek talking about how Randy is. Um, I do I Murphy? make you? Do I make you Randy? I think Murphy getting a spot is worth talking about. Most important. Because I didn't expect that. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Totally. Um, I never thought I would like Damian Priest. Yeah. I, I would yeah. say he gets a, a most improved nod as well. Um, yeah, for sure. What about some uh, rookies? Rookie of the year. Rookie of the year? Um, Raquel, uh, Raquel it, Gonzalez. I, for, I forgot his name. Pat McAfee. Um, Pat McAfee and Raquel <laughs> Gonzalez are. And Dominic Mysterio are mine. Dominic, Dominic Mysterio. That's a good one. Um, yeah, I I think Raquel would be mine. Um, because everyone in call, every can't rookie call, can't call her rookie. She was in the May Young Classic. Yeah, yeah. Every, but this is a new. I mean, this is a new gimmick a new that name. she debuted. It's a new name and it's a new gimmick that she debuted at an event we were at in February. And like, she wasn't wearing the fucking worst fucking gear ever anymore. God, the uh, so, jean chap pants. God, I hated that oh, so much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking with the, bell, the cowbell so on the rope. Oh. Terrible. Like, You're as far Texas, as like. Look like Texas, but wrestling. I mean, I still consider anyone re debuting an NXT a rookie, you know, like in a way. Like, if, if they were basically just a Florida loop person that occasionally popped up on other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, oh. like I would consider Zia, like Zia Lee, even though she's even been in like the Royal Rumble in other years. Like this is a new thing that she's doing. Like oh, it's we almost her rookie year right now. Forgot to talk about that. What happened this time? Oh, they're they're open uh, this upcoming week. We'll get to see more yeah. of uh, Boa. Uh, and, yeah, they they were Zia getting Lee. beat up so much, but then they are now warriors. They got they marks on the their test. head, huh? and now they're coming. Boa back. isn't like last time. Boa was like begging for mercy, and this time he was begging for more. <laughs> Love it. I, I've loved every okay. one of those promos. It's so I can't boy. wait to see, dude, New Year's Evil. We're going to get to see what... Uh, what, we gotta, what the, oh, we got to cover that whole fucking show, like the preview. We already it, did. We already did. We already That's did. how long this... We already God. did. That's how much we've covered. We, we already talked show, about the yeah. side. <laughs> no, we didn't talk about that part. We didn't talk about well, that it part. It wasn't in the Wikipedia entry. Uh, but no, you're absolutely so, right. It's going to be uh, so cool because I'm so excited and it's two hours and it's going to be so fucking wild. Yeah, it will be incredible. It'll be a great way to kick off the year. Um, as far as like rookies go, would you consider Jungle Boy Jack Perry a rookie? No. 
Because like he's been around. He's a baby. So he's, yeah. a, he's a but rookie he's young. from... <laughs> he's a rookie like on as far as being in this big of a spotlight yeah. goes. Like He's a like TV rookie. That's kind of like... He, in that he's way. been around. But like people who, I guess, like um, didn't have a big name before 2020 uh, to now, I feel like Jungle Boy Jack Perry has uh, really... Like uh, set himself apart mm. in Dynamite. Ed, Ed, Eddie, Eddie Kingston, yeah, yeah. From, for that but, matter. For that I mean, matter, yeah. I, 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 Eddie's like I would never call Eddie Kingston. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but someone who's elevated rookie, their status like, over the last twelve months, like, at like most improved yeah. sort of level of like, and he's not even that he's improved. It's that he's he got just the showed spot. up. He's he's got the the chance to show it. Like yeah. he he's almost like the person who has like taken like grabbed that brass ring, you know, like sort of thing. Like more than anyone. I guess, I guess like, it's because I've seen Kingston forever. Like, yeah. yeah, he like he's been around forever. It's just like he, but being on a national spotlight yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's like I, I, I watch Jungle Boy, like, like PWG and stuff too, and then it's just yeah. I, I wouldn't necessarily call them rookie rookie, especially King, but Jungle yeah. Boy I can kind of see. Yeah. They're like Ichiro rookies of the year. They've been playing. They've been in the pros for a few years now, but this is just the first time that they've been in the pros yeah. that you're watching. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have any hook. I'm gonna say hook. Hook. <laughs> I saw him for the first. I saw him for the first time this week. Oh, mean suplex on fucking. He looks Cassie, like though. Taz's son. He popped his hips he, real nice. <laughs> he looks just like Taz's son. It's um, so perfect. What about moment yeah. of the year? So I was thinking Edge, Edge coming back. Edge coming, coming back. back. Me, Isai, me sitting there watching it with you and seeing you jump off the couch <laughs> is my wrestling moment of the year for sure. Wow, we watched the Rumble together. Me and Isai did. I don't. I know don't. If you I, wasn't, I wasn't. I don't there. think you guys came. I think it was just me and Isai. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah. One of the things I don't remember if I had a party or not for that. Well, things, no, you didn't. You did the things that I was thinking I, about when it comes to moments of the year. And stuff, and, and it's you know it's a serious one, but it, and it takes it out of the kayfabe realm. But the the whole speaking out movement uh, that I think set one a lot of eyes on people that was like, oh, it shouldn't be cheering for you so much, buddy. Um, but I think uh, that that whole thing was just such a um, a wild moment this year to to see That's it, very true. to see how many um, you you know just to expose some of that 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 side of the wrestling business see that how the, many people no one was Joey Ryan will fucking sue yep yeah stuff like that where it's like there were people who went into this year being genuine heroes of the wrestling communities um that really got exposed for for honest to god shitty fucking behavior mm-hmm. um that was like it, it's a very serious moment this year of course but it was something that i think absolutely had to happen um and reshaped a lot of the the landscape, you know. I mean, people mm-hmm. that we were like in, like, oh yeah, Jordan Devlin, he's on the rise, just gone, and needs to be. But like, yeah, uh, good, yeah, good. Or fucking, oh my god, why can't I think of his name? The um, unionization, David Starr, like, aka Matt David Starr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was wild because I was like singing his praises a week before, and like, oof. well, because that's how I mean. It's a good lesson just in life in general is that abusers are often really good at hiding who they are. Yeah. yeah. They tend to be very, you know, char- you, a lot of people are very charismatic and, and very mm-hmm. much people that, that draw it's, your attention um, can also use that for very manipulative, very shitty w- ways. A lot mm-hmm. of times that's how they, you know, like set themselves up to commit the abuse that they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, whether it's in personal relationships or like romantic relationships, uh, anything like that, like a lot of times that's how it is, is like mm-hmm. they are very good at drawing people in and then gaslighting them into thinking that they are a good person. Yeah. 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 Um, the Brody moving on as well. I'll just say it's uh, yeah. very moving. That way. was a really, really well done. The tribute show. show. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's a great, um, it's a though really sad, really nice like really good way to end the year like yeah. really good wrestling moment to end the year it made wrestling feel like a non-toxic community for a night i was gonna say having everybody kind of come together regardless of company or biases as far as those people and then the people who were being shitty like fuck you mm-hmm. yeah whoever that i don't even Bruce actually Mitchell know who... was the fucking guy who wrote that fucking article being like they okay. need to be more yeah. transparent fuck him he, yeah, he lost his job after the year um Good. He showed up, and then just people. Wait, what happened? Trying, this guy Bruce Mitchell wrote an article saying that the Huber family needs to be more transparent with how he died. Oh, no, they don't. They absolutely no. have. Obviously, they don't have and any responsibility. They said it was a non-COVID-related lung issue. That's all we need to know. What we don't do honestly know? don't need to know anything. Their basic he, his implication is that they're hiding that it was actually was COVID. Yeah, I knew that those theorists are gonna be out there. And then there. the people who were saying mm-hmm. that like. It was like at first it was an angle or like using this as a way to bash other companies or like it's not the time. Like people lost right. their fucking yeah. friend. Yeah. Like a yeah. son lost his dad, a wife lost his her fucking husband. Fuck you. Yeah. 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 Uh yeah. I don't believe those conspiracy theories. No. Um no. and because the family wouldn't hide it. There is absolutely to save the company. There's no <laughs> like, reason. There's no reason to even be asking for that, other than the idea of like we're entitled to know everybody's story of these people that we watch on TV. But it's like no, there's a and goes and going back to the things that we've learned about certain wrestlers this year too. It's like there is a world between what we see on TV, what we get presented to us, and just what exists outside of it. We maybe are entitled to a kayfabe like I gotta know what I gotta know who threw that pie in Kevin Owens' face. That's an entitled <laughs> feeling that we can still hold on to. Uh, but to understand like what happens outside of the ring and what happens in someone's personal life, it's not it we don't it we're not entitled to that. We don't have a right to know. Just because they're in like a spotlight it doesn't mean that we get to know everything about them. Just because yeah. we admire like, them doesn't doesn't mean that they that we own a part of them. They don't own us shit. They already give us a yeah. lot. Exactly. Yeah. Even if it was COVID, like the thing is like he's been gone. Like and like yeah. you know, and regardless of like any of that like obviously like he wasn't around to like if it had been covid to like infect people or whatever if, if that's like that's the like kind of implication of that article like no yeah like yeah just... and, and, you know it's also one of those things where it's like he was like what six 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 five six six yeah these mm. are big big guys people big bodies people who are bigger tend to have a lot of different issues when it comes to like circulation, when it comes to clots, when it comes to certain things that happen in, in mm-hmm. the, the vascular system. Like it's not impossible to think that this giant human being had some health complications because of his size. Uh, mm-hmm. it, yeah, it's not, but again, not our fucking business and yeah. definitely not our place to be calling out his fucking family in this time. Shit mm-hmm. can fucking happen to anybody. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's a tragedy that it happened to him so young. And yeah. for anybody thinking that we need to know more than what we've been given by his fucking family who was out there and get, putting all this shit out and having to relive it more and more, fuck you for thinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Um, Roman returning was a moment of the year for me. Oh, I yeah. Mean, abso- oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, we didn't mention him in MVP talk, but like, even oh, though no, he was gone was, this year, he Roman is my wrestler of the year. I think he, he um, also, even though he's gone a lot of the year, that he's right. Most, he's right there. Forgot to put most improved Jey Uso. He went yeah, from yeah. just a oh, tag yeah. team guy to main event Uso, and he fucking yeah. he honestly feels like he belongs there. Like when Daniel Bryan beat him the other like the other week. Oh, that's a good win. because yeah. And it felt like a real match. Not like, oh, Daniel Bryan's just going to run through this tag team guy. It's no. These are just two fucking main event stars being main event stars. Yeah. And his his charisma that is so natural, him being t- able to use emotion with that instead of just being like rapping with that, it's great. It's great. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, wrestler of the year. It's I mean, we got Kyle's up there. EO, Kyle's EO's up there. I, I think always up there for me, so I'm pers- biased. I personally oh, think it's awesome. EO Oscar. trash can. EO trash can. EO trash can moment is. Mo- I personally, that's a great moment of the year. I personally think it's Oscar. Like the how much she's carried this year yeah. is unbelievable. Like being a tag team champion, being just champion, like and being entertaining when nothing. Nothing was entertaining on Raw oh, when the first quarantine part of the year. When it was just like, like a, a it, closed it was set show, except for her, she was great every single week. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, also, now the wrestling moment of the year I forgot about: uh, Byron Saxton with Stone Cold getting hit in the, the ball real. Uh, but also just the like, hey, the, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> what the fucking uh, Eric Andre show ass. Segment that they did. Like after yeah. he kicks him in the balls, yeah. it should be like the "We'll be right back." The do 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 do. Yeah, doo. that is among the. That's one of the funny. That translates outside of wrestling to being just funny. Like I've shown that to friends that don't care about wrestling, and they thought it was hilarious. Yeah, absolutely. It's such a. We- it's a fucking weird thing like to think about. Nobody's there. Yeah. They just kick him in the yeah. dick, and it's just like he's just yelling, "Hell yeah!" When the, thinking about like wrestler of the year only because i don't know if he could ever hit this same level of like uh attention is orange cassidy i don't think 2021 2022 unless he changed something up i don't think he could ever be as popular as he was in 2020 no he's done they, we'll, that's another thing we'll, we'll get to that um adam Cole i think it's always i think up it's for me he and was gone for so long though he was six months champion though I think I think it's joint Sasha Bailey. That's up there. I think they could both take it together. I would Golden say Bailey almost. Oh, I would say Bailey almost more because I think Sasha was out for a little while. That's true. She was gone um, for a while too. But I mean, it doesn't have to be one or the other. It, it was truly yeah. their their feud. That I that, thought Finn did a great job. Drew. Uh huh. Randy uh, Moxley, Roman. Moxley carried Moxley the title for AEW the whole year. Yeah. There's a lot. Um... For me, it's like a different points of the year. Like to me, it's I think like Adam Cole to me like was really good first part. Drew, especially like his like when he won the Rumble on uh, Randy, just kind of has been like one of the constants for most of Raw. Uh, Yeah, Oscar obviously. EO I think had a great back half of the year. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just there's just a lot. But, yeah, it's hard because I want to say Roman, but that's so recent. Yeah, so I, the back half. So it's, it's not. I kind of split it up, but yeah, was, uh, I would here's say the those. thing. I think he's wrestler of the year in 2021. Yeah, oh. yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what about kayfabe? 
What do you mean kayfabe? Isn't it Moxley? Wasn't he wrestler of the year kayfabe? It, in kayfabe, it, it's... Well, no, it's Moxley and Walter. Okay. If you want to look at kayfabe. Yeah. <laughs> Rollins, Page, I, you know, Adam Page had a hell of a year, too, but... Yeah, he did. Rollins, I think, did a good job with what he was given because yeah. he elevated Murphy. Um, mm-hmm. goof, if you get rid of the goofy fucking eye thing, get rid of that. Like, it's pretty solid. Him and Owens, I mm-hmm. thought, was good. Kevin's Kevin's a Kevin's a staple though. He's always good in whatever he's doing. Yeah. Kevin's glue to that show. Yeah. Like he's glue to whatever show he's on. Um yeah. I think that's cool. Also, a another part of comeback would be Brizango. They fucking won yeah. the titles. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. and they, they yeah. went to NXT and are entertaining and like get a wrestle. And you got to see yeah, that like the- how good like Breeze is and that like Fandango like, is now a high flyer and does stupid shit. Yeah. Yeah, all the the People going back to NXT because they wanted to, that was a really, I guess that's a cool moment mm-hmm. that happened. Like, Yeah, and in that way, Killian Dane, like, kind of come back of the year right now with what he's doing. Totally, like, yeah. It's so entertaining. Drake, I mean, literally come back. Ooh, Drake moment, Maverick, that's yeah. a moment right there. I mean, that's a moment. That guy was, he was like, he was chopped. He was done. Yeah. yeah. The, the, his, and his he his back in. It was so fucking good. That promo was so good. It was, it was because, it, because it was true. It, it is funny to joke about because, like, and they on kayfabe had done it. Like, oh yeah, you cried your way back into this job, but it was so genuine. They yeah. shot themselves into a work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, like, he didn't know like Triple H was going to be coming out and doing that. So that's just cool. You know what? It was another moment. Now that I'm thinking about it too. Uh, it was back on Dynamite, but. I was just so excited and it's so cool to see Jake the Snake Roberts alive and like moving and stuff and like he even threw a clothesline at the at the tribute show and just to know that he was like on death Yeah when he put step. when he put his fucking snake on brandy and it was all weird <laughs> So there's that a lot of great, stuff about, there was a lot of stuff I didn't care for this year When he talked about Jake how he Roberts. can only get hard when he watches Lance Archer that was the fucking <laughs> But Isn't that true for all of us? Just trying to get just right. to see how far, how far he's come. Uh, to me, that was come, pretty cool. You're right. I can only do that watching Murder Hawk. Yeah. <laughs> you want to play 21? I have 22. I have 22 Murder Hawk boners. <laughs> reminds well, me, of, hey, reminds me of a murder boner to, from uh, the hard in his old age. I don't know. Yeah. Um, who do you guys think is the least valuable wrestler? Because I have the, the, the answer. Least? It is Nia Jax. <laughs> I know, huh? Billy K. Yeah. It's Nia Jax. Injured the like, most people this year. B Priest her, was up there, but uh, yeah. Her Corbo. people is a QAnon like oh. dickhead now. Um, <sighs> uh, what else is she like? Just is awful. Like, as even though she and Shayna, like, I think Shayna's kind of entertaining, working, like, bouncing off of what Nia's doing. But it still is less than what Shayna should be doing. Yes. Yeah. I think Shayna's just like, I got to be respectful and get what I need to get to get paid. I think that's her mindset right I now. I think, like, Shayna, like, as a character, is inter- kind of been entertaining, like, being like, oh, yeah, I'm going to enter the Royal Rumble, too. Like, she did that recently, like, after <laughs> Nia, Nia yeah. did. Um, but still, like, Nia is just, like, especially coming from a place when she won the title at WrestleMania a few years ago, I was legit stoked on it. Like, I was, like... I was a Nia Jax fan. Yeah. Uh, at one point, like as a person, and like what her story was and what she could become. Um, and she's just like ruined that in yeah. every way. Yeah. I mean, we got the staples who are least valuable. We got Corbo. We got Elias. 
Uh, I would. I think Elias is much worse than Corbin because Corbin's asked to do a lot more. Like he's true. asked to do way more than what he should. You know, had, remember that fall? That was fucking funny. Yeah, from the, like, the Cor- weird Corbin list. has moments. Yeah, and like when Corbin murdered a couple people in Money yeah, in the Bank. Baron Corbin oh, murdered yeah. Rey Mysterio. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And, and, and Alistair. Yeah. Um, speaking of, has worst he been years, off TV? Has he yeah, been he off TV been. since yeah. Zelina got fired? He was off TV before that, but yes, <laughs> that's yeah. true. Um, he's maybe had the worst year of anyone, like uh, from what it should be to where it is, and it's not his fault. Yeah, maybe somebody just needs to go to my room. <laughs> um, just knock, please. Nobody knocks. I mean, on the door. I think all the wrestlers who got furloughed, maybe they had I think, a, a bad I think year he too. Actually, didn't move from the Amway Center. And so his room's still over there. That's why he's been off TV. Is because he didn't come. Come knock on my door. We're we're streaming Twitch in here. Why? Well, are we are we not allowed? We're not allowed to do that anymore. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, um, everybody's least valuable. Miro, um, Kip Sabian. Kip Sabian is worse because he's the one bringing Miro down. Half of the half of the AEW roster. The entire whoever women's books, roster and whoever it's not books their fault. the AEW women's division. Penny? Nobody does. That's what we've learned. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. I know. Hey, hey, twenty twenty, baby. We're waiting. Um, oh yeah, shit, it's yeah. gone. Um, you know who's had maybe a, a, a well? It's hard to say. I was trying to think of like Dom. You know, Dijon has had a bit of a. a uh, a, a, a turn. He had a roller coaster of a year. That's what I'll because say. Because the year started with on top, baby. Take over, take over Portland. Yeah, we were there. We got to see him and, he, and Keith. him dive off the ropes into a chair. Oh, that's right, that's like, on the ground. That was a fantastic what? match. That might have been like where it all started turning around for for the worst. I'm sorry to say, uh, but with retribution. <laughs> Like him and Shane Thorne. Like Slapjack is something that's going to carry no, around Slapjack, Shane Thorne. Slapjack, like that, this is saving his career. What was he doing? Like, what he was, was he doing? But what can yeah, he do nothing. next? And before that, he was Except with Brendan Vink. Except Ricochet. He was with you, Brendan Vink. Did he Vink. beat Ricochet? Yeah, he did. As did. Slapjack. Slapjack made Slap- a Raw. How about Shane Thorne? I'm, I know. I, what I'm saying is what this means for the he longevity was of Brendan the future Bink. of their career. Yeah, they I were, don't think yeah. this is going to put Slapjack or Don Dijon with Crowbar or whatever the fuck his name is T-bar. in a better position. Crowbar's a different wrestler. <laughs> Com Servo, Crow. Yeah. Um, I think they'll be fine because they have different names and you take off the gimmicks and they can be like a real person. An easy thing to do. We'll they see. change. They change Festus from Festus to Luke Gallows. <laughs> I mean, that's true. And they can do anything with a stop. Is Fake Kane in between? Right. Uh, Fake Kane was even before that. Oh, okay. He was Festus, and then like one day he just showed up behind CM Punk. Like, oh yeah, this is Luke Gallows. <laughs> <laughs> they've done that. They've done that a lot. Big Jordan. Too, he was they? the ninja. He was the doorman for the underground, and then he just came out one day as AJ Styles' tall friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now he just carries AJ on his on his shoulders. I love the way he puts people through tables, though, because he did it to Ms. Ann Morrison, where he carries them like a baby. <laughs> and there's yeah, big men for like, to be carried like babies. Swings them onto the table, and it's like when your dad would throw you into your bed when you're like four years old, and it's all yeah, fun. Like, Whoa! Yeah, he's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or like how you like would throw a puppy onto a bed. Yeah, it was, it was gentle. It was a little bit of love. Yeah. 
Just we. Yeah, AJ has, AJ's been throwing out some, uh, you know, he was kind of a pit bull at first, but now he's kind of got a little bit of puppy dog energy going now, doesn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. I Yeah, I don't know. I, that, that's all the list I had of, of moments and people and folks, but. Uh, yeah, a weird. Worst a match. Weird year in wrestling, just like the <laughs> worst match. I think for what its potential was, then I was pretty disappointed in it is Money in the Bank, like. The men's money in the bank was just like, yeah, people died. There were some entertaining spots in the middle, but I just don't oh yeah, Otis won, but you they... don't have to even know that at this point. Yep. Yeah, yeah, um, people died. <laughs> that and then it's again not the whole match, but just for because of how much one spot spoiled like soiled it for me is the women's uh, Royal Rumble with Santina, like how uh, how yeah. shitty that spot was coming towards towards the end, and then Charlotte winning instead of Shayna. Yeah. Like, and also, like, I'm saying that as I, I realized when Charlotte came back, because we didn't talk about this pay per view, but when Charlotte came back, I realized I'm a Charlotte fan. Like, oh, yeah. I popped. Una- unabashed. Like, I popped I and I was like, I stoked Charlotte's back. Like, I think it was good she was gone and she's been pushed way too much, but I realized, man, I miss Charlotte. The worst like, I'm match glad was she's the back. fucking swamp fight. Swamp fight. That's not yeah. even true. It wasn't even that bad. It was yeah, fucking it was. awful. It was fine. Um, I I hated it. Any match with Private Party, probably. No. Um, <laughs> They're green. Um, I watched this Leva Bates match like on Dark a couple weeks ago. That was so bad. <laughs> she is stuff not like that. good. Like, I, I honestly, you know what's so funny? Thinking bell to bell, AEW might have had the best and worst matches <laughs> this year. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. The, so did WCW a lot. They had Halloween Havoc, Eddie Eddie Ray, but then they also would have you know the Yete. Who the Yeti or Yete. whoever was main eventing, you know, like yeah. it'd be like fucking weird beardless Hogan, yeah, oh, or like beardless Hogan, Sid, oh, or God. like whoever, like yeah. Lex Luger, the shark, like ver- Lex Luger versus re- like Macho Man, like those matches were always terrible. Yeah. Like it wasn't good. Yeah, I can't really think of like a worst match because they were all. I mean. The Fiend probably had one that I didn't like. Anytime Billy Kay was in the ring. Even though now, I mean, she's doing better. I like her character. Uh, she's she's, she's, she's entertaining ring. right yeah. now. She's yeah. on TV more than Peyton Royce. I still don't get it. Because she's Honestly, actually funny. Peyton Royce is just going to end up being... Up to push Peyton Royce. Yeah. Billy Kay what, is on TV more. At least Peyton, Billy, Billy Kay is making this happen for herself. Yeah. Like, okay. she's, she's so entertaining, like... That they can't not put her on TV with this weird gimmick she's doing. Yeah, and, like, and Peyton Royce is taking a page out of her husband's book and just like kind of being there. Is that Murphy? Sean Spears. No. Who's her husband? Sean Spears. Ten. Ty Dillinger. Ty Dillinger. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, like solid hand, <laughs> but like nothing to set him apart. Okay. Except some really cool moves, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, solid hand. Mechanic. I haven't loved. I can't think of a Britt Baker match that I liked. I don't think Britt Baker's good. She's really green. Okay. Mm. I think she is the kind of person that, with the right opponent, can be brought up. But they have not done her any favors. And I don't think that um, Hikaru Shida is the right opponent for her. No. Yeah. Because Hikaru Shida is like a brawler, and you need someone to like run spots. Run spots with Brit to make her look cool. Like she was a she was a really good part of that fatal four way at all in. Well, you know what? One of my least favorite. I don't know if it's like a, it wouldn't be a least favorite match, but it was it's like just a least favorite 
uh, aspect of this year was just how much we had to watch Cody Rhodes jack himself off. <laughs> yep. This year. Yep. I that, yep. that wrestling has more than one royal family. He should for, only have that entrance for pay per views. Like he shouldn't like and come only up from the special ground, matches. Come up from the fucking ground do, to do an interview. When he did that on TV, like this week of all weeks, yeah. I was just like, God it's fucking damn it. Just come out to your dumbass uh, downstate song and do well, your not, dumb stuff. Hey, hey, best song of 2020, though, okay? Snow Fozzy. Huh. Snow Fozzy. Uh, I mean, like, look back at, like, Ruthless <laughs> no. Aggression Era. Rey Mysterio didn't pop up out of the ground just to go do a promo. Yeah. Like, you, jumping out the sky. You'd come out. He, that was only for matches. Here, Here we, we go. go. That was better than P- the POD song. I, I believe it. I like like when like controversial when, take when he like I like re- Booyaka fine when but. he returned and you hear the Booyaka Booyaka. It's like oh shit, that was sick. That that was perfect for that. But the who's that jump? Who's that jumping out, out the sky? sky? Is what still pops in my head when I like think the- Rey Mysterio. <laughs> yeah, and the sparks and the <laughs> jumping out of the ground. So sick. Uh, also, uh, hearing um, the writer at the time talk about like their. Like the shots and how they wanted to do it, super cool stuff. I don't want to name the writer because known shithead, but mm. 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 yeah. Um, uh, NXT doing weird WCW pay per views was fun this year. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. NXT with Dirty Evil is one of them. Yeah, we're getting well, like, another one this what's week. The, what's in your the, house, Halloween. Havoc. What's the weirdest moment in wrestling? I mean, the Byron Saxton Stone Cold one is right up there, just because it is. It's so perfectly felt like an Eric Andre show. Yeah, bit. like I think here's all, that, here's all like we got some like, like weird things because of like just the time that we're in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, the Fiend just got burned a lot. Yeah, but like the Byron Saxton one is so weird because it's like a real thing. Steve's got to work um, with somebody. Really weird. Um. Demi from the Bachelor and oh, you know yeah. franchise. She was just being around weeks. and pushed in a like pushed like in the way she was as part of storyline, but then disappearing. I don't remember that when she and um, Angel Garza, Angel Garza like and Angel Eric. Garza was like yeah, Ivar, like we're all Ivar. like vying vying for the attention of Demi from the Bachelor, <laughs> and Ivar was the cute one. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right, that's right. It was entertaining. I really enjoyed it. And Another I, weird moment like, was just the fucking ninja fight with yes. the fucking Viking prophets or whatever they called them. Oh, yeah. That was very strange. That's um, uh, Also, if you're going to ever, in the year 2021, throw the name Shaquille O'Neal out there on my wrestling fucking television. That is so you fucking, fucking strange. pay off. You pay off not two months later in a video segment. You give me Shaquille O'Neal. Shaq still has not stuff? brought it up on his social media. Like, he still hasn't said anything about it. Don't you ever yeah, tell like, Jade Cargill, throw the name Shaquille like, O'Neal. Brandy, Cody thing. That's weird. Yeah. That's weird. That, that okay. whole thing. I mean, that whole thing was a weird things, moment. Most things AEW do are weird when it comes like, to that. Like, Mike Tyson the, showed up and disappeared, oh, showed yeah. off his, his chest. Uh, Shaq. There's uh, one friend, like Mike Tyson's Wasn't friend, just like ripped one? his shirt off and had his face painted. Uh-huh. That was fucking weird. But no, the, I think the Byron thing wins because, like, while well, everything was supposed to be weird, like Mysterio getting thrown off a building, like they were planned to be odd and cinematic. This was just like a weird fucking thing. With this Byron. was also the first week of of no crowd. It's true. 
Remember that that because it happened on three sixteen day. Yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, I had I just like that last week yet. had been a dynamite sure. in Salt Lake. Rem- yeah. Remember when Vince McMahon had to jump off that tower so Rob Gronkowski wouldn't be scared? Yeah, that that's tight. No, that's fucking weird too. That is so <laughs> weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rob Gronkowski won the twenty four seven. Yeah, that actually might be the weirdest moment. The eyeball thing like, is weird. The, the little marble because eye. It's not because it was treated so seriously. Yeah, I think that. Also, Randy Orton set the fiend on fire. And that was also yeah. treated so seriously. But it's so okay. weird because it was in a match where you're supposed to light the guy on fire. And then like after it's like, no, Randy, don't do it. It's like, wait, that's all. Like, that's the match. Uh, yeah, that'd be <laughs> like pinning someone and be like, no, don't do it. This is a good moment, but it's still a weird moment that we have touched on. Randy. Just Randy. Like, Randy being a good boy. <laughs> yeah, Randy growing up mm-hmm. and, and acknowledging that. Saying Black Lives Matter. That yeah. Some of his, you know, some of his previous uh, statements and stuff, he walked back a little bit and shows yeah. real, showed some real growth. And it's yeah. like. Not perfect, but if Randy can change, I'm, I, you, I think if anyone If I see can anyone hurting your 50 years old if fucking Randy, changing their Randy opinion for change, the better. If Randy can and change. I can change. Yep. Maybe we can all change. Randy four, he dies. Again, Randy, then, Randy four, <laughs> and instead of Ivan Drago, it's Ilya Dragunov. It writes itself. Yeah, of course, of course, it writes itself. Um, the dinner, I mean, the dinner, the whole, and then Ilya has to kill Xavier Woods. Who used to be Consequences Creed. So Ilya kills oh Xavier God, Woods. Yes. Then Randy <laughs> comes out of retirement to fight him. It's so funny because Ilya Dragunov is half the size of Randy. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> looking at him, um, I must crush you. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I heard what you said about the Dinner Debonair. Fuck that. The weirdest part of that is that it won a New York Times award. There have been so much better things in wrestling that should have yeah, won awards. Say, love it or hate it, it that. was a weird fucking moment. It's a weird like, thing to happen. Um, no, it's a little moment that I forgot about till just now, but it's literally a moment, like one second. But I loved it so much. Was when. After the the Fiend versus John Cena, um, Titus O'Neil's reaction. Oh my God! When they yes. cut back to him, that was perfect at WrestleMania. That was so good. It was just him, like uh. that's the reaction <laughs> that we needed. That was great. That was such a good one. I mean, that whole match was a weird moment. Just the Fiend in in general is a weird John thing. Cena coming out dressed as in NWO gear. Yeah, yeah. just. Uh, that was just a perfect. I don't want to talk about that match anymore. It's just no. it was perfectly done. Taker riding away on the bike to Metallica when his logo then lights on fire. That's a fucking moment. <laughs> I say Taker retiring, you know, is its own thing. But to be honest, we'll see if it sticks. I shitty, you know, shitty I thing. One of the shittiest things of the year was really learning about Mark Calloway. <laughs> was it this year? Oh yeah, yeah. I thought we knew about him like well, we years knew, ago. but we real. It, it shows when you know a documentary is being filmed about you, and you choose to wear a shirt that you choose to wear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. I'm not political. We've never been political. I didn't know I was gonna be on camera. Uh, but uh, there, this year has also been a weird distinguisher. Uh, just in general of being like, I, I've just become weirdly more open to the nuances of a person, I guess, where I'm like, I do enjoy Chris Jericho on commentary, providing color for, for Brody Lee's life. I don't like Chris Jericho as a person. 
<laughs> yeah. uh, and it, there's a few times where there's this reckoning. I don't believe you can necessarily uh, separate the art from the artist or anything like that. I think the, what, part of what, ma- part the, of what the, makes the, the art... Swap, the swap of Jericho and Orton to me. Yeah, yeah. The kind of fall from gr- grace yeah. and live. But, but understand that there's also, you know, there's people who provide um, good... You know, they, 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 they provide to the benefit of the, the, the job they're in, but maybe not be somebody I personally give a fuck about how they feel towards mm-hmm. certain things, Undertaker included. Yeah, uh, it's it's mm-hmm. weird the, the type of person. Like, Matt Riddle, I don't want to talk about ever again, because his situation is much different than Chris Jericho being a shithead. Yeah. Right. There's a difference between it's sexually like, assaulting somebody allegedly. Uh, yes. Or you know, versus giving money to Donald Trump, I do think both of them are fucking nefarious. The, yeah. Though also, Chris Jericho was a, did play that show, the Super Spreader. Oh, that's true. Right. He did go to fucking Sturgis. <laughs> that, he also recently said, played another bitch. show. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. It's just been a while. Fucking topsy turvy one. Yeah, but yeah, we've been going so for weird. like two and a half hours. Uh, let's so, finish yeah. up with the questions and. Okay. Yeah, let's hit the go home. Okay. If you made a chess these are we only got questions from Blurg. Hell yeah. If you if you made a chessboard of wrestlers, who would you pick to represent each piece? Corbin would be the king. Corbin's gonna Obviously. be the yep. king. Queen, Queen. Queen. The Dark Order of the Pawns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Mixed with um whoever all the other um twenty four seven geeks are. Uh, so twenty four seven geeks, and I was gonna say the other members of the the way, the Gargano family that we don't know. Oh yeah, Antizawa's yeah. was ninjas. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Kevin Nash is the bishop because he reminds me of Bishop from X Men. Yes, he he should play Bishop in that from X Men. <laughs> okay. Um, or also, um, Reverend Devon could be the other bishop. Oh yeah. Ooh, I like that. Um, uh, who's the knight? Was there ever a knight gimmick? Yes. Uh, Jerry Lawler had some nights at a Survivor Series. Oh yeah, it was supposed to be Jerry Lawler, but it ended up and then being he, HBK. Drew's the knight. Drew's got Drew's Drew the, be the knight. knight. Okay, yeah, he has yeah. the sword. Okay, he's got the cool sword. Who's and he's Scottish. Who's the they got knights there? I think. Um, I don't know how the chess. Braun. Braun because he calls himself a meat castle. Yeah, he's a rook. Rook. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Is that it? it? Yeah. And then pawns. But also, Adam Page rides horses, so maybe he'd be the knight. Okay. Yeah, he's the other knight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then who? Um, the other rook would be um Oso. What's his name? Oso. Almost. Um, almost. Almost. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He'd be the other because he's just the size of a castle. <laughs> <laughs> Big Jordan. Um, this is specifically to me. When's Oster gonna workshop our video game book club podcast? Um, I just got a new mic in the mail. I don't know if I can commit to playing video games for a podcast. I'm sorry. I don't think ever. Sometimes good ideas come about, but just can't be brought into life. Yeah. So, I cannot Derek. I cannot play video games for... I can't... If I don't enjoy... Last night I tried to play Death Stranding for a minute, and I just wasn't in the mood, and I just quit. So You were in the mood for a walking simulator? <laughs> um, it's hey, tight. walking simulator is my favorite game ever. It's Firewatch. Like some days it's very peaceful to play it, and some days it's just like I don't want to do this or anything else right now. <laughs> yeah. So fair. Um, what's the worst food poisoning you've ever had? Oh man, that's a that's a big list for me to go through. Really, I got uh, I got one baby. 
I I get I've gotten food poisoning upwards of like seven eight times in my life. So I've just like at a certain point, Zach, did you poop. did you did you verify where this was coming from, or did you just stop making so many risky decisions? Um, it, here's the thing. I I've now learned that I can't eat fast food chicken, which is unfortunate because it's like because it's gotten me multiple places multiple times. Yeah, damn, um, that's rough. Like that's chicken, yeah. like chicken sandwiches, Same. tendies, nugs, both. All, actually, all three of those things. Popcorn canes hurt you? Canes did not hurt me. No. Okay, good. If it's a place okay, like good. that, that is like, that's their thing. Cool. But I've gotten it from an original chicken sandwich at Burger King, from the chicken tender one? somewhere else, from yeah, oh, no. from the Long Boy. That might be that, their lettuce that, that gave you that. Honestly, it is. But it's also been chicken every time. <laughs> like I also got it from they did popcorn shrimp or pop not popcorn shrimp popcorn chicken. At Jack in the Box, like this last year, oh, yeah, that yeah. was like that got me last year. Um, but it was definitely the um, the Burger King chicken sandwich. I was sick to some extent for a week. Oh, I hate that. Um, dude. Where like I'd eat and then like not be able to keep it down for like I only ate like soup for a full week Damn. after that happened. Like it destroyed me. Ugh. Yeah, I I when I gave up eating meat. My little brother was like, hey, are you still going to eat like seafood? And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, and uh, we went to uh, we went to watch a wrestling pay-per-view together and he brought shrimp from Albertsons that I didn't know. <laughs> and he swears to this day he just picked up as he was on his way. I'm pretty sure it sat in his car for all day and I didn't eat any of it because I actually thought it looked pretty gross. Uh, and then he got mad at me because he's like, I brought the shrimp for you, dude, because you didn't. <laughs> I thought you were going to so you could have something to snack on. So I ate some. I fucking shit myself awake the next day, dude. <laughs> I shit my. That's the that's the only time as an adult I fucking shit myself. It's, it's like, fucking, like awake, like you were asleep, and then you I was poop. dead asleep, and then I shit myself, and I was awake. Oh no! Oh man, I love that POD song, "Shitting Awake." <laughs> All right. Um, last thing. I oh yeah, was, was vegetarian for a minute, and when I stopped being vegetarian, I got a corned beef sandwich. Oh, oh, Derek, that's day I, one. That's how you that's broke. A, that's how you that's, broke veg. I I that's awful, and I say that as someone who did the same thing with Five Guys. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, it was just it was it was a bad decision. Get a fillet like, of tilapia it. from the grocery store and start soft. <laughs> no, I yeah I was miserable. That's what I'll say. That's fun though. Do the body's a fucking wa- you know? Do your body is a wonderland, and I think that's something yeah. that we need to. Uh, uh, the eyes is the butthole of the mouth. The eyes <laughs> is the butthole of the mouth, and your body is a wonderland. In 2020, you need to remember both of those things if you're going to make it out with any sort of modicum, modicum of a of a good time. All right, yep. Matt. This last one's for you. Say pee pee poo poo, and get get your friend Bruce, the boss, to say pee pee poo poo. I just want to say, Blurk said, dumb Bruce Springsteen voice, and that really upset me. Do uh, not do not disrespect Matt. I don't. Or, and or do not boss. disrespect Bruce. Yeah, I feel like you're just disrespecting the, the boss. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that being said, I gotta say that this year was full of... Pee pee and boo boo. That's together. Beautiful. Boo boo bee 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 boo boo. Boo boo bee 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 boo boo. The pee pee poo boo. Pretty sure I got a cold open for this episode now. I'm going to definitely cut that out, put it at the beginning. Just Bruce Scat, just 
That's scatting. We're scatting. We're scatting. Scat about scat. Scat scat. Um, uh, scat yeah. scat, motherfucker. And sc- and scat's gonna do it for us, guys. Yep, scat's this gonna is, do it. This is uh, the show. This is the first one of the new year, even though it was a, a year end wrap up. Um, and it's a year long. Yep. Two and a half hours for you to listen to, Blurg. Yeah, don't listen to Screwdriver ever. Um, <laughs> that feels like that feels like a lifetime ago. <laughs> uh, and yeah, thank you all for listening. Happy Russo and Russell. Russo, Russell, Russell Boys, three Russo Boys. Oh no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Russell Boys, three sixteen says it's Saturday. You know what that means. <laughs>